this week on the BAMCast. Well done, Ninja Baby. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, BAMCast. Episode 255. Yeah. That's wow. a number. Whoa. We're back. So many. Uh, well, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the BAMCast is we go and we, uh, we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Yeah. yeah. All right. And the bad bad movies, they get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags and some douchebags after Twilight. Boo. Stay away from Boo. those. Those are bad. bad. We don't like those. Not good. Nope. So, um, we're back. Yeah, we, probably, we are. Probably the last episode of uh, 2014. Mm, possibly. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 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 I mean, considering it's the. Yeah. It's close, yeah. But anyway, this may be someone's first episode of 2015. It could be. It yeah, could be. but they're listening late. Right. Yeah. So we, we did American Ninja 3, Blood Hunt. Blunt. From 1989. Blunt. 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 All right. Plot summary time. All right. Jackson is back. And yet now he has a new partner, karate champion Sean. And they must face a deadly terrorist known as the Cobra, who has infected Sean with a virus. Sean and Jackson have no choice but to fight. The Cobra and his bands of ninjas. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to pause in really weird places. <laughs> American Ninja 3. We're back. Yeah. No Dudikoff. That's what's important. Yes. Dudikoff is not here for the third one. Fact number one. No Dudikoff. No Dudikoff. But number two, no Sam Furstenberg. No. As a director. Uh, okay. But, but, but on the plus side, Steve, Steve Jackson. Steve James. That's Steve James. Steve Steve James as Curtis Jackson. I was combining <laughs> okay. everything there. <laughs> Yep. Steve James is back as Curtis Jackson. Mm-hmm. Top build, Steve Top. James. Yeah. Finally, the starring role he deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and joining him is David Bradley of Cyborg Cop fame. Yes. Yeah. An American Samurai. Yeah. This is, this is the movie they, where they introduce him. Yes, he's a child here. Introducing David Bradley. <laughs> 20 years old, according to the movie. Right. Yeah, because it starts in 1979 at a karate championship. Yeah. And, uh... Don't don't things always start there? Pretty much, yeah. Uh-huh. And, you know, the two, two kids in the audience, they're watching the action, and meanwhile, a car is driving up with people plotting bad things. You don't really know what, but they're just like, they're angry at each other because that's what bad guys do. The kids are like, ah, I don't know, what's going on? Uh, big tournament's coming up next, yay. And guy's getting a massage in the back, yeah. and the kids are like, <laughs> well, the older kid is like, I, I'm going to go in the back in the change room. Yeah, and um, that's when the bad guys yeah. roll up and start just murdering people and breaking into the box office. I guess I don't. I didn't understand if like there was betting going on at this event or. I what? think it was just the gate. The gate, really? Yeah. At a nineteen seventy. Yeah, it was big, big deal back then. They was didn't it? Have no, more than three channels. I think so like, after, after, after the Karate Kid, yeah. the, they might have packed some things for a couple of years, but nineteen seventy nine. I don't think people would have given two shits. Okay. Okay. Were you there? No, I wasn't. Well, Some kind of I wasn't there on the fictional set where let, they shot this movie. Let the experts tell <laughs> okay. you. Okay. Yeah. 79 was a big time right. for underground martial arts championships. Yes, obviously. Well, whatever. They break in and, and rob the place and uh, are trying to escape. And little kids standing right there as they come busting out of the room. And the, and the guy's like, uh, hostage. Because no one was chasing them. I don't know why he needed a hostage. But he grabs the kid. And, of course, the guy that was getting the massage comes out, and that was his dad. 
And it's like, let my son go. And he's like, oh, I'm going to shoot you or shoot the kid. And the kid bites the hand, the guy's hand, and he throws the kid down and then just proceeds to unload on the dad. Dad's yes. dead. With a gun. With a gun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that was implied, but yes. Yeah, it's always. a gun. The guy's brandishing a weapon. <laughs> <All right. laughs> it's fine. Someone else speak, okay? <laughs> no, I, let's I all, think Let's, all, let's I all be know. critics. No, no, no. This is great. Good. No, I'm, no, this is a little joke. gold, Jerry. I'm <laughs> confident in your delivery. <laughs> We're back. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> Happy 2014. Mm-hmm. We're back. Also, we're breaking up. Also, <laughs> yeah. drunk as also, shit right it's now. Not you. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Uh, no, it's definitely all, all of you. me, no, probably. Never but yeah, me. so he kills the dad. He kills the dad. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the kid's like, and, nah. and the trainer's just like, oh, yeah. well, I guess you're my son now. <laughs> yep. yep. Common law son. Yeah. Come uh, take you. Cut to, to Japan live. where he's getting trained to be... In the art of the ninja. Yep. This guy's got grown a sweet beard. Sweet oh, uh, God, like it's the chin best beard. Chin beard thing. Yeah. 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 It's a cheered. <laughs> but it's huge. It just keeps going. Well. And he's getting trained. Yeah. Montage him getting becoming an American ninja in Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just yeah, like, just hey, keep... you're a little bit older, you're a little bit older, okay. Bam. You're yeah. David Bradley. Now you're David Bradley. Yeah. He stands. The guy doesn't seem to age. He's still got the chin beard. I, I don't know why this didn't start with like him having a you know a dark one and then eventually going gray. But it's like second you see him, it's like gray chin beard. I guess there were like one prosthetic hairpiece yeah. thing, you know. Sure. Or maybe that guy actually grew that. Maybe I don't know. We like to think, but I don't. I don't think so. I would like to believe, but not in this mm-hmm. movie. Eh. Yeah. But yeah. It doesn't is. matter. He had a sweet chin. He beard. didn't have it. He, he, he like didn't have it in the beginning saber. of the movie. That's the thing. Is oh, like, yeah. He you know, did kind of. Did they really say like, all right, go off and. Grow the sweet chin beard, and we'll we'll get back to you. No, no they shot all of that stuff first, and then, oh, and then they, they shaved sh- it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. and then they I see how they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have to do that stuff. In Movie sure. magic. Um, go on. Oh, <laughs> uh, what know. happens next? Oh, uh, next he. Oh, David he goes, he's, he's, he's at the tournament. Yeah, yeah like, at the tournament. basically, he's grown up, and now he's at a karate tournament of his own. They're in the Bahamas, you know, the king of karate tournament mm-hmm. spots. That's where you go, of course. Yeah, yeah in the eighties, mm-hmm. whatever. It's another vacation. Yeah, it's, it's, it's another vacation movie. Yes, once again, just the, like the last one, the third American Ninja film not to be in America. Well, there's the first scene takes place in America. Yeah. The first scene of the trilogy thus far that has taken place in America. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, no. They're in the Bahamas. Okay. And he's like checking into the tournament, and Steve James is like, "Holy shit, you're Sean, right?" <laughs> You were on the cover of American Karate Weekly. <laughs> no, Karate Insider. Karate I like, Insider. I like yeah. that he was on the cover of Karate Insider. Right. So he's yeah. on the or outside. Should there be anything on the cover of Karate Insider? A guy doing karate? No, there should be nothing on the cover. All oh. of it's on in the inside. There should be like that Amazon thing. It's just a Karate Insider. Look inside. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So who's the other guy, the dorky guy that comes up? He's like, holy crap. Uh, you're on Karate did Insider. Did he have a name? Blondie McUseless. Mc, <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing Junior. He's, I'm guessing he's Dexter. Okay. Just from yes. the credits. Yes, that's right. It was. Because I was thinking Poindexter the whole time. Because he was like, That's eh. right. He called him Dex. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this guy. He had Midnight Runners. He's the one who, when you need some exposition or something explained, just bring this guy along. Because that's his sole purpose in this movie is to tag along and be like, you know, tell us, oh, you're a karate expert because you're in Karate Insider. And <laughs> hey, oh, we should go here because there you have this thing that we might need later. You uh-huh. know, it's like any exposition. Give this dorky guy the job to do it. Yep. 
Did they say what his expertise was? Was he just another karateer? He was supposed to be in the tournament. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they were basically, he was like, hey, we're the three Americans. We should be friends. And right. then it just kind of stuck. Mm. Yeah. I mean, they were just, I guess they were in line to check into the tournament. And he's just like, well, Steve James walks up and like, hey, you're Sean. What's your face? And yep, I've heard of you. <laughs> and then the other guy's like, hey, yeah, both of you guys, you're Curtis 50 Cent. You're Jackson. the sword guy. <laughs> and yeah. Sword man. Something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Sword man. Hello, I am yeah, sword man. But- the most notable thing about this scene Steve is James. Steve James is wearing a shirt that says, Shalom, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Which we're all immediately like, I want that shirt, and I will pay any amount of money to get it. Anybody go to Google it yet? No. No. Okay. Not yet. Stand by. Yeah. yeah but it, <laughs> he, it's weird. He's like a modern-day hipster, except he's in 1989, and he's Steve James. Yes. Proto-hipster. You. <laughs> You can't call Steve James a hipster, though, because Steve James will break you in half, and also Steve James is way cooler than any hipster will ever be. Oh, of course. These are true statements. Except he's Steve James. Yes. He's on another level of human. That phrase seems to exist on a lot of items. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shalom, y'all. According to Harlow's Google search. I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, so they're all like, all right, cool, we're all in the tournament, and we're buddies. And then next thing you know, they're like this dude, Dexter, man. Yeah. He's like, he sees two chicks sitting in a bar. And he's like, hey, ladies, can we come sit with you? And immediately, like, Steve James and David Bradley are just like, all right, ladies. And so they're hitting on the ladies. And he's like, all right, I'm the fifth wheel now. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Glad I set that up. <laughs> it's pretty Maybe strange. I should have picked the table with three chicks. I don't know. Hey, ladies, got a friend. <laughs> He's like, hey, check out these ladies. I'm instantly the fifth wheel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how did that happen? You picked them out well, and then he you instantly keeps introducing, lost your spot. He keeps introducing Sean as, oh, he's a karate champion. Yeah. You know, he, he's like the world's best wingman because he doesn't even need like a girl to talk to anymore. It's just like, I got you set up, man. <laughs> I'm going to... I'll be over here. I'll be in the corner <laughs> masturbating. It's cool. <laughs> Don't mind me. Have you met Sean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Karate champion. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, immediately Sean sees the, the, there's ninjas dragging a dude out. Well, it's who, who a, looks like his master. Um, What's his name? Azumo. Is that why he sees him? No. No, what what happens like between the custom scene and them hitting on the chicks is there's an actual karate tournament scene. There is. And they're dragging out the dude that American Ninja beat up in the tournament. Okay. And he's like, why are they taking that guy away? That's weird. I should follow them. And he just goes, I'll follow them. Okay. And he follows them to like a hotel bar thing and he goes upstairs. Well, it looks like the same place they were in American Ninja 2 where like they went like three times. Yeah. Inside doesn't, but outside it kind of does. Uh It's filthy and stupid. Yep. Uh, (laughs) And it's cheap to film there, apparently. It was the Blind Beggar Bar in that one, I believe. Yeah. 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 But he just, he goes upstairs and just opens a door and... And there's his sensei. His master's just chilling on a bed. Yep. Yep. He's just doing meditation. Yeah. He's like, actually kind of like, hey, um, hey. Yeah. It's like, oh, "Oh, hey. Hey, you're here. Sean's Mm. here. And he's just kind of like, ah, uh, this problem's danger. And then, like, he hears something outside the window. Yeah. And it's like, what's well, that? Well, Ninja the- actually brushes up against the blinds, like, very Are clumsy we go with Ninja. Blinds? <laughs> well, whatever <laughs> burlap covering bullshit yeah. was on the window. Yeah. But they just kind—they just kind of go ha and like reach through the blinds and pull him through <laughs> yeah. onto the fire escape. Right. Mm-hmm. We got the, there was that weird little like 
jingly bell noise before, and I thought it was like Knit cats, ninja cats. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but it's like. I'm like, is that a? Oh, well, actually, it's part of the soundtrack. But yeah, yeah. I thought is are they putting a bomb on the window or is that ninja sense? That was the first thing I thought is it was a bomb on the window. Yeah, because they both kind of look like the window. Right. What was that? And then you see, I think then it brushes like they actually did their cue a little early. But yeah, he just grabs David Bradley out the window. They fight on the fire escape. He ends up. I think they run up to the roof because he ends up like throwing somebody off the side of the building. Ninjas. Ninjas. Mm-hmm. There, there's a lot of stairs ah! and railing deaths and just... There's a lot of incredibly staged fighting going right. on. Yes. But but like immediately like he just kind of forgets about uh, you know Sensei Master Guy that's in the room and goes to fighting and then to like it just becomes this comical routine of like they'll be carting... It's kind of like the, the chase in Raiders of the Lost Ark with like Marion yes. where she mm-hmm. just kind of teleports to another further part away yeah. where it's like he's just suddenly like he's like Shun! as he's being dragged into some other structure or some other place and and a, a few more ninjas pop up yeah it's basically yeah, but his calls to sean are not exactly <laughs> no. like god damn it sean help me no. it's more like sean sean <laughs> it's it's like he's calling for dinner he's like yeah. sean sean get down here sean. are you still on your computer sean <laughs> Take the trash out, Sean. How long have you been in that bathroom, Sean? 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 All of these things. Sean? Yes. Yep. Yep. Sean? He's being... Sean, y'all. And so he's just being dragged into random places, and then, you know, he fights a few more ninjas. And eventually makes his way to, like, the wharf or something. He's just... Mm-hmm. He's on the docks. Yep. And fights a couple more ninjas, and, like, their tactic is just... We're gonna, you know, just dive tackle you into the water. Yes, and then oh right, then they fight underwater, which yeah, it's like doesn't work. As you said, I mean, it was the very first thing that popped in my head. It, if you've ever seen Top Secret, it's that, but played for real. Seriously, like they're super like slow motion dudes in the chest yeah. underwater, and they're Kills going, them. and they're, and they're going, like, oh! <laughs> like you know, floating away and. And eventually, he does this thing where he plants his feet on a rock and like double Superman punches them and and uh, arises kills them, yeah, kills kills them. them. arises to the water and then they're floating on on top like dead fish. Yep. So he doubles underwater Superman punches them to death yeah. and then just kind of swims to shore and is like, mm-hmm. well, that was crazy. And he comes back to the bar where they're still there just chilling. Well, yeah. I think I think he and made like it, Jesus. What happened? I think to you, he man? made his way to the chemical place because I think this is or the um, eBay, whatever the laboratories. I think he saw that and was like, okay, I better go get my friends. Mm-hmm. Didn't he? Yeah, he looked over the. He yeah. saw like guards and stuff. Okay. He was like, oh, what's that? Yeah, that was like the first introduction of East Bay East laboratories. Bay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's when he he walks back dripping wet. Steve James is like, what's up with you? Yeah, because they were still sitting there with yeah. the same ladies. Yeah, yeah. where you been? <laughs> Because they well, didn't bother to chase after him when, no, he, yeah, no. he went chasing and, after that and he's car. He's just kind of like, he's like, well, I thought I saw somebody, and it turns out it was, well, I have a master. And, well, he got kidnapped, and he was taken to this laboratory, and it was ninjas, and Steve James is like, ninjas, huh? Ninjas, huh? <sighs> All right, let's All go. Right. <laughs> I'm well, in. Well, you know, Steve, look at who you keep hanging out with. Yep. Yeah. You hang around ninjas, ninja stuff is going to happen. <laughs> That's true, I guess. Yeah. Those are words to live by, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, they go you, over... If you hang around ninjas, don't be shocked when ninja shit happens. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Well, they don't get very far when, like, ninjas pop out again. 
mm-hmm. like just from everywhere. It's like a ninja whack a mole. Well, he he kind of like on. gets them one at one at a time to go like, "Are you in?" And you know, Dex and Steve James are like, "Okay, yeah, I guess we're in." And I think the Dexter guy's guy like, "What ninjas? Really? Okay, whatever, whatever guy. Well, I, I'm along for the ride. You're on the cover of Inside Karate, so I guess I can trust <laughs> yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I'm your hype man, so <laughs> right. whatever. Let's yeah. go, Sean." <laughs> And so, yeah, they they go back. I think they're walking towards the laboratory, and they come across another wharf area where they're like, he's like, wait, something's not right. Yeah. And then it's just like this ninja funhouse, like, <laughs> yeah. like carnival circus thing where they just kind of go, wah, it's like pop like, out of everywhere. It's like they, ninja laughing. They're all popping out yeah. of doors and, you know, hey. Yeah. Favola version, though. Yeah. yeah. And, ba- and basically, like, Curtis Jackson's like, yeah, that's ninjas, all right. And the other guy's like, holy shit, ninjas. <laughs> you weren't kidding. You weren't kidding. Yeah. And he's like, what do we do? And he's like, and Steve James like, well, they're here, and we want to go there, so yeah, split, split up, up. the ninjas. <laughs> I've been here before. We beat the fuck out of the ninjas. <laughs> yeah. He just acts like, well, all right, time to kill more ninjas, I yeah. guess. Well, this is his third rodeo, I know. so, I know. you know, he's yeah. kind that of... That we know of. There could have been side adventures that oh, weren't man. known. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> right, just like... American Ninja fan fiction. <laughs> TV series of American Steve Ninja James. guide in. Going from, going from American town to town, <laughs> clearing yeah. out ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> Sad walking away music when yeah. he has no more ninjas left to kill. Yeah, yeah. Steve James rides a motorcycle from oh, okay. place to place. He's like, oh, renegade. like renegade, like Renegade. Only it's fuck Steve, Steve James, James yeah. which like a million times cooler. Oh, hey, we, we could call it Ren Engage. <laughs> the ninjas. I don't know. Yep. yep. Ninja Gate. Ninja Gate. Yeah. Ninja, yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Stop that. Line. But more importantly, anyway, Steve they James fight, they fight some ninjas. is shirtless immediately. Of course. Oh, He's yeah, just like, fuck what I'm that's wearing. That's fighting attire. <laughs> yeah. He makes a point to take off his shirt. Yeah. Um, and and makes a point also to say, I thought that I left all this behind when I left Joe and the army. Mm-hmm. Like, just a weird random bit of exposition out of nowhere to no one yeah. to explain why Michael Dudikoff is not in this movie. Because Steve James has abandoned the military or something. I don't know. He's just something like fighting that. in karate tournaments now. It's time to get paid. Well, this is after the whole events of his random roaming yes. Europe. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So you, there's a there's a there's a there's a middle chapter here that isn't being told. Well, we should figure yeah. out how to do that. Uh, but yeah, so they fight some ninjas. Yeah, Steve we, James we fights really... them the best. Yeah, of course. David Bradley, who we've said before, has skills. Mm-hmm. He's got a couple of skills, yeah. Uh, his problem in this movie is that the fights are too staged. All he, of them are. He can go through the mo- the motions okay, better than Dudikoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dudikoff sells everything better. Well, That's he, the difference between him and Dudikoff, is he knows how to do the moves better than Dudikoff. Yeah. But like when Dudikoff gets hit, he knows how to make it look like he just got hit. Right. And that you know, And when he punches a guy, he makes it seem like, yeah, I just kick that guy's ass yeah you know whereas bradley's just kind of like yep all right like he hadn't he hadn't learned it yet he learns it later on in his career but yeah. he's you know, at this point he's not he's a child <laughs> yeah he's not selling any of it very well no and then you know and dexter is just whatever <laughs> yeah he's he, fighting like, one guy yeah like he should having be the, a tough time he should it. be the comic relief guy but he's really not you know i mean he's still like fighting at least competently enough yeah. so that it just doesn't look right at all yeah, he doesn't quite hold his own. He just eventually wins each time. Yeah. It's not like he or walks Or Steve in. James jumps over and saves him or something. Yeah. But, like, Steve James massacres, like, six ninjas to every one that mm-hmm. Dex gets to knock down, yeah. so. Yeah. And we haven't really mentioned, in between these scenes, there are, like, there is story going on. Yeah, <laughs> is kind there? of. Yeah. I mean, there's... We haven't mentioned the bad guy. Yeah, yet. we haven't mentioned the bad guy who's a Banff Castle alum. Yeah. 
who's a uh, Marjo Gortner uh-huh. from Star Crash. Yeah, big fan. Love yeah, who name. is uh, in this one plays the Cobra? <laughs> yes, the Cobra. <laughs> I, yeah, if Marjo. you could just imagine your strange gray-haired uncle as <laughs> as the Cobra. Yeah, and he's like happy about it. it's really weird. It, it's really it, he's like he's like a CEO at a conference giving some kind of you know like giving speeches to people. He's like, yeah, and this you know this year our sales are going to be up fifty percent. Yeah, just from this one thing, it's going to be great. Yeah, he's like you a know, terrible he, marketing guy. It's yeah. just like he's like terrible enthusiastic marketing guy. Yeah, it's it's like he doesn't come off as evil in any way. Nope. And and even like when he's doing evil shit, he's like, hey man, nothing personal. Yeah, just hey, you know, yeah. business and such. You gotta make this happen. So yeah, so he's inventing like germ warfare or some bullshit. Yeah, and basically, what his big seller the or the the big customer that he has is some evil general from wherever that even the other guys at this at this evil conference are like oh man i don't know about that guy he's a terrorist he's or a terrorist yeah but yeah but he turns out to be the guy who killed david bradley's father yep in the beginning of the movie but don't worry yes. about that it's not important yes. the movie doesn't treat it as stick important. up man <laughs> turn terrorist <laughs> yes yeah general yeah he stick up man turn moved general. up the ranks in the <laughs> yeah. 10 years since Robbing a kickboxing tournament. Yeah. <laughs> now he's general well, that's how he, of that's something. How he financed his rise to power oh, was with the nine hundred dollars he got for murdering <laughs> yeah. a man. Yeah, maybe if it was the old west, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe all those dollars were actually made out of gold. Maybe yeah. gold dollars. Gold dollars. Yeah, but so yeah, that's going on. There's also he's got this lady who's got. 1980s hair, big time. Who's like his? Pretty good. She kind of seems like his assistant type person, but not really. Well, she's the she's, um, her, she's well, his henchman kind of. Woman. Well, which girl are you talking about? The, the which girl? They're the, the same person. You're talking about as we find out later. Yeah. But, well, spiky hair. You're talking no, about Asian uh, version of ninja. Ninja okay. or, yeah, or the ninja curly ginger. No, the ninja well, who's kind of been setting up all the stuff with okay. David Bradley is because they they're like. Because they're basically saying we need a perfect specimen to test our our cancer AIDS <laughs> flu yes bird flu shot hyper flu yeah which is like you know some kind of deadly chemical it's gonna you know inject anybody and it'll kill them right they can't Biological survive warfare. so we have to find a perfect specimen you know the best person superhuman basically. superhuman person yeah so of course they look at the cover of Karate Insider and are like dude oh, this guy this fucking guy yeah. Well, they subscribe, obviously, yeah. to Karate Insider. Well, yeah, it's a place full of ninjas. Yeah. I would think they, they would. They would have would. to, yeah. yeah. They, just kinda, <laughs> they just get it. They don't even like sign up. They're yeah, no. Like, oh, yeah. It's wait. like, oh, you got a bunch of ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> Let's airdrop yeah. some Karate Insider on yeah. you. It's, it's all of them are Complimentary. You know? mm-hmm. Bring me a complimentary. Sometimes they just appear. <laughs> 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 yes, that's how it's delivered. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's an insider. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Different publication. Uh, 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 see you later. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's that's their plan. Is basically to get catch David Bradley and then poison him. Uh huh. Which eventually they kind of do. Oh, they totally do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eventually they they catch him and they poison him and uh, and that's where he's just like yeah. Well, does this have to? This revolves around his his sneak in plan, right? I mean. Don't they catch him when he goes in? Did we already talk about this? Am I doing that? No, no, no. no. no we haven't got okay. that far yet. No, they, they basically, it's it's like, it turns out they've been luring him in this place with all their ninjas. Yeah. Right, but because I mean. Because he keeps thinking that he's tracking down his master. But it's which her. Which turns out to be 
the ninjet lady because she is a, a master. master of disguise. Yes. So she's the def- minister of def- uh, interiors secretary mm-hmm. slash also the hench lady to Big Bad. But was that lady an actual lady and she also disguised herself as her or I was think- she her the entire time? I think the first choice is okay. correct. I think I think the Minister of Interior's secretary was a oh, lady. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, that's what I thought. That now just I'm seems not like so a sure. lot of work. Lady Henchman Ninja There's and also she's be two full-time yeah, job for yeah. the Ministry of the Interior. Those are both full-time jobs. Yeah. If, well, she's also Tyler Durden, so you know yeah. she has time. I don't know. I don't I, know. I, I, I she's also playing both sides, so it's like, how she even man, keeps that? She's got to be str- so fucking busy. She's got to be tired, which is why in all her fight she, scenes, she's just like, uh, ah. that's it. And she's <laughs> so carrying around that really big notebook see, with all the... <laughs> to keep, to keep everything straight, right. <laughs> I will admit, this is what I love about this movie, is they've cast this Asian woman <laughs> mm-hmm. who... Did they actually give her special billing? Like, who was... There was somebody uh, appearing, you know, like, guest starring or something. It might have been her. I don't know. It was somebody I, I where it was now. like, really? But, Why guest But they cast her? this woman as the ninjet. Yeah. And she just sucks at fighting. <laughs> All her scenes <laughs> where she has to fight, she's horrible. Yeah. But she just acts like she a, could not give a shit. Yeah, about but there is a sequence midway through the movie where she's disguised as the Secretary of Interior Defense, who is like this little white lady. Mm-hmm. Yep, with crazy hair. Yes, like um, and you would not she has expect mushroom it. hair. Like her her body her, it comes up and just it's like this mushroom yeah. top on top of her head. She's got this weird mushroom helmet. Yeah, and <laughs> like mushroom. She's like a living right. space ball. Yeah, but there's a scene later on <laughs> where she's you know walking around the complex as mushroom helmet. And just beats the fuck out of these two guards. But even like, like has a good action scene. She is well, more capable at it. Good is sort of a good is listen, not right, but more capable at it. Yeah, yes. more capable action yeah. scene. Like can actually sell kicks and moves and stuff, and not just stand there holding a position until the other guy swings at you. True. Yeah. There's a lot of that in this movie, though. There's a lot of just. Yes. There's a lot of just blah. Well, <laughs> just the fight scenes in general in this movie are everything is super telegraphed and it's yeah. kind of painful. Even times. even the Steve James ones, yeah, like they are the best. A, of yeah, they're the, the fight best, scenes. But yeah. he gets a, a really good one late in the movie where yeah. he's got like the two swords. Like he's got the sword, yes. this one sword, and uh, then he splits it up. That, but if it wasn't Steve James, that would be just terrible. Uh, because it's Steve James, it's still kind of bad. Yeah. It's one of the best, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah. It is, but yeah, that's the problem. Is even that looks stage, and the big, huge difference, which it has to be directors, is he just doesn't look like he's having fun anymore. Like nope. that last movie, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat ass. Yeah, I'm gonna mm-hmm. flip some bitches, just <laughs> do crazy shit." Yeah, and this one, he he just looks like he's like, "All right, guys, come on, hit me. Come on, let's do this." I mean, he's trying. Mm-hmm. He has he moments is, where he's. But it's not the same level of excitement. It's no, not all. the same at all. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of he's. I don't know if he's doing. The, I'm getting too old for this shit thing or what. Well, it's kind of a bummer because I, you know, this was supposed to be Dudikoff up until like the very last minute. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess Dudikoff was like, "No, pay me." Yeah. Like, no. Well, he came back for the other. For well, the sure, because one, but... he realized no one else would have wanted to hire him except Cannon. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he's not. He's not as enthusiastic as he was in the first two, but he's still the best thing about the movie oh yeah of course so but yeah so i mean it's really with sean gets poisoned and do we even want to talk about how he gets in because that's what i was getting to is like they do this whole convoluted okay. thing of like they oh, steal God. these ultralights 
like these two glider things. Steal are, them. Actually, just yeah. they yeah. break into some dude's house and well, steal they, they his see shit. Somebody flying them, and they're like, "Well, you should get those." Yeah. And so they find, they do this whole thing. They break into a barn. They get two of them, and they're like, "Well, there's three of us." So, all right, Dexter, you and me, we're going up flying. Steve James, you get in the truck and follow us. And it's a good ten minute sequence of just nothing. And then it's like it's like it's so obvious. It's like none of them are in the scene doing any of the stunt. This is well, all the guys flying the ultralights have like yeah. a, a balaclava and goggles on, so yeah. you can't tell yeah. that right. it's not the dudes. And it's just bad ADR of like, hey, let's fly over here. Why? Why are you doing that? Blah blah. blah. ADR, ADR. Yeah. You know, like, I, they were just flying these things around, and then like they had one stunt in mind. They're like, just fly around for a while and do this stunt, and we'll ADR in where it's like something is happening here. I may or may not have dozed off during that sequence. Okay. It was pretty long. Right. It was yeah, pretty terrible. And it was nice and dark. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, basically what happens is like one of them's engine decides to go out for no reason. Then they're Dex, like. Dex, because he's yeah. terrible. Because he's like, I'm going to buzz by Steve James. Haha, won't that be funny? <laughs> yeah. And then he's, his engine stalls and he's like, oh, but he gets it going at the last second and he's afraid it's going to die again and decides to land on the back of the truck. That was the catalyst of the stun. Well, we're, we're he says land. he can't land on the road because it'll it destroy tear, the it'll thing. Tear it'll tear it, it apart. So he's going to land on the back of Steve James's truck. Moving flatbed truck. Okay. First time flying this thing. Yep. Yeah. Which he does. And Steve he James is just movie. looking out the window like, what in the hell? And also not in the same scene. Just It's just yeah. he's in a cab of, right. a, of a truck on a, you know, yeah. another set. The, the worst part about that series of events, though, is that those two were supposed to fly into the compound and somehow get Steve James past the gate. So because of this plot development that happens where one of them dex is stuck outside dex and and steve james are stuck in like this bush for a good 20 minutes of the yeah. movie just stand and and dex is like well that's after this too because like this is i know but it's it's ongoing right. throughout all this oh, yeah, because yeah. like you know well, I mean, american it, ninja gets yeah, into he, the he gets, compound yeah, he gets into the compound you know lance ultra like does a couple ninja moves and gets into the compound right and then they're like well we're in the truck we gotta go wait for him yeah and it's it's pitch black when they get there. Yeah. Like he's flown in under the cover and they're like, well, we better wait for him. Yeah. And, and then, then they just they do that out. for like six days. Yes. Yeah. It's just constant. Like, ah, oh, well, how'd you sleep? Pretty good. Should we go get American Ninja? No. The just studio's wait. like, nah, just give him a little bit more time. And yeah. the guy's like, eventually he's like, okay, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, Cause Steve, when Steve, we <laughs> landed, it was midnight. <laughs> yeah. It's like midday now. Yeah. yeah. Well, Steve James is like, no news is good news. He's like, no, it's not. That's no. bad. <laughs> Your plan was not to sit there and have nothing happen. <laughs> the plan was for American Ninja to come out with who he thought was his master. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah. No news is good news. Let's just wait some more. Yep. So it's a good 20 minutes of them just standing in bushes like, nah, let's just wait. And that's a bummer. Because American Ninja's been captured. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. This is where they capture him and... Captured, chained up, and... They basically, like, they do this weird thing with a net where they capture him. And it's like, that's not <laughs> yeah. how net works at all. No. They, like, wrap they around his ankles. line him with it, yeah. and then just five five ninjas come out of nowhere and dogpile on him. It's like, one, ah. one has a taser. Yeah. Knocks him out. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, it, it did, yes. I guess and that's they, true. They also tasered him in the balls. <laughs> they, they did, yes. Yeah. And that's when Ninjet decides to reveal that she's... Yeah, well, first, first bad guy is yeah, First guy... First bad guy comes and menaces him and, and injects him with the whatever. That's the thing about the plot of this movie that makes no sense. I understand that they're like doing this biological warfare thing, but at least in the second one, it was like, if we get the best ninja, we can clone him and make uh, copies of him and have a ninja army. Yeah. This one's just like, we should capture the best ninja and shoot him full of cancer yeah, AIDS. See if we kill him. Well, it's to make sure cancer that AIDS to it's to him. make sure yeah. the cancer AIDS was strong enough. It can if it can kill the American ninja. That was actually their plot. Did they ever say yes. that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's we have to find a superhuman is what they called him. 
at the beginning before they knew what he was they were like we have to test this on a superhuman and then they're like well check out the <laughs> this issue of inside karate <laughs> yeah. it just that appeared on my desk here. earlier <laughs> and, it's just like, and this is just a please grandpa cashbox dealer yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, that's the only reason. Is this guy's like good I'm, name? Yes. I'm name. such a dick. <laughs> Who ten years later has shaved yeah. his mustache and looks twenty years younger? Yes. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> and is a general. <laughs> yeah, but he's got like these weird hair and sideburns. He looks like a fucking howler monkey. Yep. He does. But he's not. Just a man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He is just a man. Just a man. Because okay, so they've injected American Ninja with the cancer AIDS, right? And throwing him back in a cell, and that's when uh, Chun Li decides to come and talk to him or whatever. <laughs> yes, Ninjet. Yeah, Ninjet. Sure. Yes, her name's Chan Li. Chan Li. So you yeah, very yeah. easily but, just call her Chun Li. Yeah. But yeah, she looks. She looks. She opens the little sliding thing. Yeah. Okay, and I, I just want to point out, like we we stated that she had terrible hair the entire movie. She's Ooh, had. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Pick pick your eighties uh, pop star hair. Nancy Wilson. Okay, she's she has that hair, and then like she, but now she shows up in Grace Jones's outfit. Yep, because like yeah. <laughs> it's just like she has this little like it's like she has like a leather hood on. I don't know how it's it's fucking <sighs> weird. No idea. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like if you somehow bred uh, leather with spandex, that's what she's wearing. Okay, and she has this big giant gold belt that has nothing to do with a championship of any kind. And she like basically like talks. <laughs> it, to, it looks like the like ninja championship yeah. belt. It does, but she's just like, "Hey, uh, you're in danger. Um, I'm gonna get you out of here. All right, I'll see you later." Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, yeah," and she's gone. Well, she goes outside to get Steve James. Mm-hmm. Right. She gets over to them somehow. Yeah. And just like, "Hey, no, I'm on your side." Yeah, she's a ninjet, which yeah. is what that's when he coins right. the term ninjet. Right. Yeah. He's like, "Now we got ninjets." Really? Yeah. He's just, he's not believing this He's so shit. sick of ninjas. Yeah. But he keeps like, hanging out with ninjas. Now they've evolved. <laughs> Ninjets. This uh, ninjas keep finding him. I mean, it really grinds my gears. It's Yes. Yeah. But um, so they concoct some bullshit Scooby-Doo <laughs> scheme where she either puts on the disguise of the secretary of the Ministry of the Interior or yes. she re- returns to her persona as the who, if that person exists or not, okay. I don't know. But she she is now don that that disguise, that yes. persona. Don she now her gay apparel. And <laughs> Steve James drives her up there because because the character is basically going in there under the pretense of I, what are you doing here? And why don't you pay <laughs> me money to keep me quiet and mm-hmm. stuff and things? And that's how she gets inside. Yeah. And then it's ninjas fighting. Yeah. Again. Yeah, I this is this I don't understand. She goes, oh, okay. she goes in alone, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Steve James is is pretending to be her uh, uh, driver. Yep. And Dexter is like hanging out in He's the bushes, same bushes spot where he was. Before. Right. And so like she goes in, and then Steve James is like, "All right, well I guess she's in. I'm just going to drive like 20 feet down the road. That won't seem suspicious that I'm leaving the person I drove here." Nope. And gets grabs the guy. I don't know. Yeah, it's that, bizarre. But he circles back and p- picks up Dex, and then they go in. Yeah, uh, and then she kind of comes out and is like, like boarding. I don't know. It's like boarding the boat or something. Like turns around, and it's like ha, and starts fighting, <laughs> and they all, you know, ninja karate their way inside. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, there's fighting on a boat. Yeah, for a little while, and then do they they rescue David Bradley? They're kind of dragging him around because like he's all well. Hopped up on the cancer age. Well, they finally find him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like just chilling on a zebra couch going, ugh, cancer age. Dying of the cancer age, yes. 
given up it, on it really life. takes it out of you. Yeah. And, and they all just kind of come in and like, let's go. Let's yeah. go, David Bradley. He's like, Ugh. and that's when General Cashbox shows right. up and he's got a big, uh, you know, a machine gun or something. He's just like, no, he, he's yeah. the only one I want. You can't. Yeah. I'll shoot all of you, but except for him, because I need him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, he, need, to, oh, I you, need to see him die, right. so I won't shoot him. <laughs> he's yeah. like, no sudden moves, American Ninja. And he's American like, Ninja's oh, like, I'm dying. I can't sudden oh, move you at all. Oh, you, you, you need me alive? Okay. Ah, I disarmed you. Yeah. And like does this lazy cancer rage kick <laughs> and like gets the gun and then just like also with the gun unloads on this guy and just yeah. right off just kills this guy. He's dead. Well, and they cut. They flash back to for half a second, like the like guy he's, killing his dad. Yeah, like he suddenly had this memory of like for the movie to be like he's killing that guy. See, he he got his revenge, even though the movie's never been fueled by that nope. at all. Never been no. mentioned. It's nothing. just opportunist, yeah. opportunistic revenge, really. Yeah. Well, he's like, he oh, he didn't that go guy. to Saint Croix or wherever. <laughs> he doesn't even that. get like a, that's for my father. Nothing. Nope. nope. Just he like, just shoots him. I shot kills the guy. He's like, back, he's like, all right, let's leave now. Yeah. Honestly, they may have just shoehorned in that that intro sequence because kind of think maybe they did yeah yeah i, I just give like, that a little bit of weight i, I guess because otherwise it doesn't make any sense it, it doesn't it's not like when he first saw general Cashbox, he was like you yeah you have six fingers <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know you know i mean there was there was no recognition other than like i'm pulling the trigger and like hey aren't you the guy that killed my dad yeah yeah aren't, steve- you, aren't you the man that shot my <laughs> paul <laughs> steve james is outside basically almost just like pushing bullets out of his gun at people just like firing three <laughs> shots and 12 guys fall to the ground <laughs> yep. pow, and pow. At, at one point he goes sideways with an ak just like yep bah. hits a guy in the balls with his gun and yeah. he's just whatever this gun can do just i'm gonna use it like that way um american ninja and dex have entered into a murder suicide pact of he's asked dex to murder him if he starts showing the signs of the deadly disease if i look like i'm about to die kill me <laughs> yes well he says something like if i start to turn like what were they developing zombie mm-hmm. serum mm-hmm. i don't i kind what? of at the end think they were because they lower the lights on those zombie dudes who were standing there and there all were, of a sudden okay. there five zombie dudes. did we ever even address them because like no because no, right. the movie doesn't address them no, until they no, fucking yeah. turn into ninjas until they address the them spoiler alert yeah. okay because in the scientific laboratory yes, where marjo the, is giving all his speeches the bubbling beakers and everything where it's, it's just, just colored liquids yeah. and dumb science primary, projects yeah, primary color yeah. liquids uh those make the best elixir there are like five transporter pods with just practically naked dudes standing mm-hmm. on them who have some sort of skin disease. And they're just standing there motionless. But they're in every scene in that room. Mm-hmm. And no one acknowledges them. Nope. And there's a, there's like a Star Trek status board on in the background with lights. Like one outline of a human body has a mm-hmm. lot of lights on it and then progressively less. Like yeah. it's some sort of monitoring thing. I don't know. But they're in a bunch of scenes that no one ever acknowledges their presence at all Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. until the very end when there's fighting going on yeah and the lights drop and then they come back on and they are dressed like red and black ninjas to fight i don't know yeah it makes no sense no it doesn't it's not set up in any way no not really but dex doesn't get to fulfill his murder pact yeah (laughs) because uh bow and arrow ninjas show up first off there's two of them yes two guys drop down with bows and arrows and shoot at them Dudikoff grabs one arrow. Nope. Not Dudikoff. Not uh, Dudikoff. No. Bradley, whatever. I want <laughs> Sean. I, Sean. The American Ninja. ninja. The Sean. American Ninja. The, the other the, American gritty, Ninja. Grim and gritty reboot of yes. David Bradley. Grabs one arrow, <laughs> then like, does another move, and grabs the other arrow. Yes. And then only one of them has re-notched another arrow yep. and shot it. 
Yeah. Shot Dex. He multi-classed. And yeah, okay. And Dex. <laughs> and ninja and arrow. His, his dexterity was pretty high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he gets. <laughs> he shot an arrow plus one. Uh, yeah. Dex gets absolutely uh, no send-off whatsoever. Like, he is no. shot. He goes down and is dead. He doesn't get to say anything. American no. Ninja doesn't get to come over and go, no, he was going to kill me. Nothing. It, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. But American Ninja has thrown the two arrows back at the ninja, the bow and arrow ninjas. Yeah. So and killed them both. Yes. Meanwhile, Ninjet has snuck into the office of Star Crash and <laughs> stolen. She's stolen wow. the antidote. Yeah. Mwahaha. And is like getting ready to leave. And and keep in mind, this is a lady who's like just beat the hell out of everybody she's encountered on yes. the way in, dressed as the minister of the interior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Until yeah, and so she's broken in and. He just said, Starcrash walks out. He's like, I know who you are. Why are you stealing my shit? Yeah. You know, what are you thinking? She's like, all right, fine. And then so she, you know, Scooby-Doo's off her disguise, which she'd done earlier. Yep. At a point when there was no reason to do that other than to show the audience, hey, this is actually Ninjet. Yep. Not, not Mushroom Head. Right. So, yeah. So she tears that off and she's like, oh, they say a bunch of shit that means nothing. Okay. Really, like, like everything they talk about is like, all right, we already knew this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah he, he eventually, his henchman just comes in and shoots her. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Because he's got this other guy who's like his cleaner or whatever. Yeah. Looks like Ted from accounting. I mean, yeah, he menacing. is the least threatening guy ever. <laughs> but yeah, he just comes in and just guns her down. Yep. And again, death with like no weight. Like none of the deaths in this movie have any weight whatsoever. It's just like, oh, well, I guess they're dead. No, I kept thinking that and this was really dumb, but it's based on the dumb premise of this movie that, like, at some point, she was now disguised as Star Crash. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, she gets shot, and then the camera does this weird shot over to Star Crash, and it's like, oh, maybe she's him now, or no. something. No, she's not. I know she's that, dead. but the movie doesn't make any fucking sense anyway. It, it's, it's it seemed, it seems so silly to just shoot her and be done with her, like... What's the point of this character? And but it's just bad writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, Steve James is out in the hallway with swords, mm-hmm. murdering fools, uh, left and right. Uh, turns one sword into two, and then like stabs the last guy in the chest and leaves him to hold the thing. And the guy's not going down fast enough, so he just shouts at him, "Die!" <laughs> and yeah. then the guy goes down. Mm-hmm. So Steve James has a moment. Just one. Yes. And then I don't know, it, American Ninja. He decides to walk through the Ninja Arena, yes. like, and the, and he, he encounters Ted from accounting. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, "Where's the laboratory?" And he's like, "What? Why?" And he's like, "What do you have in the box there?" And he's like, "Yeah, urine sample." He's like, "No, I'm not fucking with you. What do you have in the box?" He's like, uh, "Antidotes." And yeah. he's like, "Give me those." Yeah. Right, now where's the laboratory? Up he's there. like up, up the stairs. And he's like, "All right, get out of here." Yeah. And then, but then the guy's like, decides to turn and try to shoot on Steve James and. Steve James ain't having none no, of that. No, he dies behind a, a row of, of the seats in the ninja arena, and then like ninjas his way around the room. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, he, he just kinda... he turns to the shadows, <laughs> and then he's running and hiding, and yeah, and then he's like over here, and I don't know, he's just like right behind the guy, and yeah, him. the guy runs out of bullets, and he he just punches the fuck out of this oh, guy. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, he smashes him into like one of the like the guardrail. Mm-hmm. And then once the guy's on top of it, he's just like, like he's got like his arms over it and his chest against it. And that's yeah. when he just starts beating on him. And you're like, oh, that's going to hurt yeah. twice. Yeah. And then he snaps his neck. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. See you later, henchman <laughs> yeah. asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he goes in the lab. They see uh, Ninjet's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then, like, Dave Bradley's like, no, no, not you, Chun-Li. No. And then, like, that's when Star Crash comes out of the shadows, and he's like, I I thought you'd be dead by now, but, you know, it's good to see you're on your way out. I don't have any use for you anymore. And he's just like, I'm going to go over to my safe and get all the things I need to get out of here. And he's like, you're not going to get away with this. And he's like, well, actually, I am. I'm kind of, like, leaving right now, and you're dying, so. I have the antidote. You can't get it. You're you're on your knees. You're about to die. So So he's just like, I'll just get my things out of the safe over here. And David Bradley now decides, like, I'm going to use my ninja uh, healing powers to get on my knees, basically, and, like, Summon the glow, more or less, because like <laughs> he yeah. pray, he prays the cancer aids away. Yeah, <laughs> he just basically he like has the spotlight come down on him, and he starts kind of hulking out and like, yep. and just like he's like mind over body, mind over body, mind over body. Okay, I'm cured. And then like <laughs> he's just kind of standing there like I'm gonna fucking murder you. And, and Starcrash turns around like, oh shit, he's gonna fucking murder me. Yeah, yeah. But somehow Starcrash gets like three or four shots in on him, yeah. like right off the bat. I mean, come on, yeah. That's that was that that was the thing that this movie made. If you finally go, what? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Star Crash, like fifty year old Star Crash, gets <laughs> gets his shots in, and then American Ninja just fucking murders him. Pretty much, yeah. But he does that like fake murder because then Steve Jameson is like, ah, oh, you got him, didn't you? And then he's like, ah, I'm not dead. Yeah. And more, k- more murdering. More yeah, time, does he yeah. come at him with a syringe or something? He does. He's yeah. gonna like you know reinject him with the cancer. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he just jacks him again, and I. It's the, not really clear if he kills him or not. Uh, he, he just kind of punches him and the he, guy falls down. He lands in a puddle of goo, yeah. which you hear like sizzling. So yeah. it's probably whatever. It's eating his face off or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Sweet. Or but, he's going to be back in American Ninja 4 with like half a face. Yeah. He'll be Phantom of Harvey the, Two-Face thing. Yeah. <laughs> Phantom of the Lab. Uh, <laughs> but like the best part of the scene is after American Ninja like hulks up, he just starts kicking the tables of generic oh. lab bullshit out of the way. And he hits this one that's made out of like paper mache that just shit goes flying. It's just like the most satisfying, like if I could kick a table oh, and yeah. have it go flying across <laughs> the room, that is the perfect shot. My, my, the best thing about this is I was thinking like, what if they did more than one shot of this? Like the, sec- the set decorators had to go pick up all oh, the yeah. scalpels oh. and everything. And yeah. It's like, put it all uh, back again. again, damn. Oh, another take. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> But it's funny because Steve James gives him the antidote and he's just like, I don't fucking need this. Smash. Yep. <laughs> like, Wait, what? Like, you know what I had to go through to get this? He's like, yeah, well, yeah, well you know, ninja powers. should have been here like, earlier. I'm a ninja. He's like, and then like they do this thing. They like walk it out and it's like, man, maybe next time we can fight some normal bad guys like hoodlums or robbers, robbers or, or something. And yep. he tosses the antidote over his head. And freeze, freeze frame, frame. title card. <laughs> And then the best song ever plays over the closing credits. No, I'm afraid you <laughs> no. are entirely wrong. No, joke. possibly worse than Pinball Summer. Oh, no. Uh, oh, just oh. <laughs> really <laughs> know how my to, heart. Really know how to break Chuck's. Heart. I'm really high on cold medicine. This song could be <laughs> really bad. It is. It is. <laughs> the right. Are you also is not really high? The, the, the truth lies Pinball somewhere Summer. in between the two of you. It's <laughs> it's all right. Okay, it's, good. It's far from the best and far from the worst. It's just it's a song about Cobra Strikes. Yep, and it's, wants better wages and healthcare and yes. All that. Man, it works really hard at being bad. <laughs> it, it's it works pretty bad. The guy's not good at singing it. No, the no, lyrics are pretty funny though. Yeah, the lyrics are comical. And, the it, singing and it's funny is because comical. the guy's like trying to to you know cock rock it up. Oh yeah, but, he's belting it out. But yeah. if it had been like Michael McDonald or Chicago or something, well, it's yeah. like Michael, it's like Michael McDonald on Cold Medicine. We're just like, <laughs> maybe that's go, why it sounded good to me. Cold yeah. Medicine canceled each I other out. Yeah. And I heard Michael McDonald. All the effort, none of the notes. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of bad, but I like so, it. I'm yeah. gonna listen to it on the way home. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> we do that. In the meantime, we'll rate this. Okay. 
I'll go and go. Um, this is by far the least of the American Ninja series, if you will. I think I can only award it a single jocks, and that is solely for car hitting barrel explosion and Steve James. Um, everything else about this is pretty bad. I, I, I'm sticking by my rule of like you have a car hit something and explode. I can't go bags. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's the minimal amount. <laughs> yeah, but the it's car actually little. makes it through. It like, makes it through, and the people were alive. But yeah, it, it, it the did, car it, is almost unscathed until it stops. It's, I know, but like it hit the ramp. It hit that like the ramp, and there's a barrel there, and it explodes. And I don't know. Steve James is trying. Uh, you know, it, it's not. It's not like what's. I still would put it on the on the edge of recommend. I mean, so I'm not like just betraying it just because of an arbitrary explosions get jocks. I I would still barely recommend this movie. Just again, watch the the whole you know filmography of Steve James. Right. Just this is the least of the American Ninja series so far, by far. That that this director is. It's got me worried for the next one because I believe he's back. Same director. But Dudikoff's back. Dudikoff's back, and Michael and and David Bradley. Yep. Yeah. But no. Team and ups. But no, Steve James. Yeah. Yeah. So. Mm. I can give it a rating. I can give it two jocks. I know I gave like four to the other two. Um, basically, yeah, it, it's got that car stunt. That's pretty good. And it's got Steve James doing stuff. It's pretty good. Uh, and David Bradley, who, you know, doesn't have the presence of Michael Dudikoff, does have the movement of fighting somewhere in there. I mean, he's very young here. He's green. He's obviously not in yeah. cyborg cop shape yet. Uh, but he seems more competent at maybe if a guy was coming at David Bradley, mm-hmm. he, he would be able to kick him in the face. It's it's funny. I He seems like he talked a whole lot less than Dudikoff did. And yet he has a normal voice. Like <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just strange. It's like, please give him more lines because David well, Bradley can speak and not sound to, like, hey, I'm, I'm Michael Dudikoff. He had to give Dudikoff lines because he couldn't fight. Okay. This guy could fight, mm-hmm. so he didn't have to say All as right. much. Yeah. But, you know, and I mean, that the glider stunt onto the back of the truck was fine, but it took 10 minutes for it to happen. And 20 minutes of Steve James hiding in the bushes was inexcusable. Yeah. So. Steve James should have been front and center raiding that compound. Yeah. He should have been the American Ninja. Really? That's what yeah. it always boils yeah. down to. Yeah. He might still be alive. Maybe. Had they given him the, handed the torch to him. <laughs> I like to think that the directors of American Ninjas three and four killed Steve James. <laughs> no, whoa, no, <laughs> no, it's no, no. <laughs> Unless they were Star Crash and they injected him with that. That's exactly something. what happened. They injected him with the sadness of not starring in American Ninjas. <laughs> I, I doubt that. Stop, please. <laughs> this man is a treasury. I know. He is. We'll, we'll get to that in the second half, actually. Um. I can only give this one jocks. It was just it's too bland for an American ninja. And Steve James gets all the jocks. The the car stunt I was momentarily excited by, but when that car sailed through that fireball unscathed and the gentleman also escaped the fireball unscathed, I was like, no, no, I'm sorry. Your stunt is not stunty enough for me. Um <laughs> You can't run out of a car explosion unless you're, you know, unless you're from on another fire. planet. Yeah. But or on, on the fire. other hand, yeah. it was a good stunt in that it was one shot of those dudes running out of the car. And then five seconds later, that car blew up. Yeah. It was those guys right. could have died. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 
And we like it when stuntmen give their lives for, <laughs> <It's> <laughs> for true, the cinema. True. But it didn't look like it didn't feel like they were in that much danger at all. Fair enough. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's just the rest of it's just kind of a mess. I mean, I'm there for Steve James. That's about it. And yeah. it's it's probably not worth watching for. I just wish the plot for I made, his greatness. It made no sense until you were like, I, I must have missed that one little key thing where I was like, why are they trying to kill him with the shot of you know evil toxins or whatever to make sure they don't have a bunch of superhumans <laughs> running around? <laughs> Duh. Uh, uh, okay. Got to be powerful enough for that. I mean, I, mean, I mean, the plot dude. of the second one was stupid, but this one was like stupider. Stupider. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stupidest. Perhaps that uh, could be the next one. Could be. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I have to agree with the one jocks ratings. I mean, it's just it's there's so much stuff that never pays off, even though it's in there. You know, it's one thing to have it. Oh well, this guy killed his father, and then just the guy gets away, and it never resolves itself. I'd almost rather have that than him shoot the guy and not even acknowledge the fact, even though he has the flashback and knows he just killed the guy who killed his father. He's like, eh. Well, the cool. film editors knew. I, like I said, I think That's they. Just, I think they added. You know, I know. Shit, it means nothing. I know, but don't do that sort of thing yeah, and no, then no. pay it off like that. See, the master had finished the movie and he's like, "Fuck it, I'm just shaving off this stupid beard thing." And then they went to reshoot the, or they went to shoot those those yeah. original scenes, and he didn't have it. That's oh, why. Oh, okay, mm. that makes sense. Mm. Okay. Didn't have enough time for him to grow it back out. Yeah. Like your punishment is you'll have to, you know, massage this hairy guy now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Work on the so- shoulder. <laughs> I am working on the shoulder. Do you see where I am touching your shoulder? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. That was the beginning of the movie, but uh-huh. Yeah, and just fights aren't sold well at all. It, like No. There's just no follow through on anything. It's the same ninjarina though. Yeah, and the and mm-hmm. the logo sucks. Yeah. It's just a cobra. It like that lion logo. Straight cobra. You're not topping that logo. No. But it's on the front gate of their super secret laboratory where it's a front for their <laughs> their terrible operation. There's so many but things. But there's a big Cobra logo. Right there's so many front. things where it's like they decided to do something and then never explain it. Like he's got the um, his master when he's a kid or, or I'm sorry, when he's leaving and he's David Bradley yeah. gives him a, a necklace. And it, I swear oh, it's, yeah. it's half of a, of yeah. a yin yang symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it that never means anything. Either. No, that means nothing. It's yeah. just he's always got half of a he's got a yin symbol around his neck it's like what yeah like yeah none of it the other off. half where's none the bff half of it i don't yeah. know whatever <laughs> bff it's all bad yeah. shall we take a break please all I right i guess we could All right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Second half. Second, Second half. half of this year podcast. Half number two. So. 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 Yeah. I guess we should go ahead and talk about the movie. Yeah, we should. Which one? The we movie. Just, we that, just talked the about movie, American Ninja 3. We're, the we're done with that. The movie that the world has been talking about. American Ninja 3. We already talked about it. We're done. Nope. This is the other movie the world Ooh. is talking about. The, the movie world on according to lips. Garb? Nope. We're talking about the interview. 2014. What interview? The interview. The movie North Korea doesn't want you to see. <gasps> All of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we saw much. it. 
We did. We defied three them. of the four. Three out of the four bavcasters agree yes. that we have seen it. Yep. <laughs> well, I agree that you've oh, seen it. So okay. four, four out of four. Do you? Four out of four. <laughs> Yes, I do. Excellent. As a matter of fact, well, that's pretty good. Um, I, I have a strong opinion on whether you've seen it or not. Okay, and that okay. is that you have. All right. Well, there you go. We have. So, um, and we're going to talk about it, I guess, a little bit. Please yeah. do. I'm interested to hear opinions on this that are not from the internet. Okay. Well, I guess first and foremost, I would like to say I am I personally, and I would think the other two of us are as well. Judging this solely on the merits of a movie and not the shitstorm worldwide controversy that it decided to cause for no particular reason because a country doesn't understand satire. Okay. You know? Yeah. A country or an organization within the country or whatever. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Whoever, doesn't, yeah. Yeah. Whomever. Uh, so, yeah, solely as a movie. Yes. Did you like Pineapple, Ex- Pineapple Express? It was all right. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, this is the all end? Right. Yeah. I did like, I like this that one more. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I like Pineapple Express more, but yeah, whatever. Everybody has their things. Um, if you like those, then you might like this. I mean, it's this one is not as much of like a "Hey, drugs, 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 stoner, stoner" movie. Ha ha. No, you know, it, it's this was like, okay, we're still wild and crazy guys, but we have a thing. <laughs> They're professional people. Yeah, ish. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, wild and crazy professionals. It, it's kind of like this is the end where there's a lot more going on. Right, like, like they actually have put meanings into things and why they're there. Yeah, you know, and the scenarios and the have characters reasons. realize yeah. these things and have have epiphanies and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, Pineapple Express felt more like, all right, let's have a violent action scene at the end. <laughs> right. Yeah. Let's get high most of the movie and then have a violent action scene in the end. But yeah, this one doles out the violence a little sporadically throughout. Yeah. And then, like, in one giant chunk of just, oh, God. <laughs> and then it's just an orgy of violence payoff at yeah, the end of it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Um, it's most interesting that James Franco is kind of terrible in this, but he's also kind of hilarious. Yeah. And it dawned on me later why it works is he's kind of he kind of does the Ben Stiller thing where I'm a cartoon amidst all these normal people. And he's a cartoon throughout the entire movie. And it doesn't work until Kim Jong-un shows up, who is also a cartoon throughout the entire movie. And that's why it works is because you've got, you know, that's how they tie them together, obviously, is, you know, because it, it the, the midsection of the movie becomes a whole bit about the friendship between James Franco's character and Kim Jong-un mm-hmm. and how they're very similar and how they're not respected for certain things and all that, you know, and that stuff really works. But it's like James Franco is just, I think you you phrased it a certain way, Chuck. I did. Which was it he's like it's like he's an alien who watched a couple of television shows about human behavior mm-hmm. and is trying in a pinch to replicate human behavior. <laughs> yeah. He's he's Homer Simpson in this movie. He's basically like how is this person able to hold a job, communicate with other people? How is anyone ever taking him seriously ever, let alone paying him the millions of dollars that his character is apparently earning on this massively popular television show? Yeah. There's no way in hell I could watch that television show. Yeah. Skylark well, well, Tonight. It, well, it's I just, think that's part of the thing. Of, I, yeah, I, no, yeah. I know. I'm just saying, like, his it's, character it's, is it's so... It's the broad comedy version of the last season of, of The Newsroom, where it's like... Yeah, but, like, if that guy was in, like, a salary negotiation meeting, and he was just, like, throwing donuts up in the air and whipping his dick out, it would just be like... Okay, this guy's go no, fire him. Yeah, because they make a point in the movie to say, like, this isn't an act. Yeah. Like, this guy is really just, like, insane. this oblivious, insane, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, all id, nothing else yeah. guy. But 
that it works like it's he's the funniest guy in the movie i think he's see i think seth rogan is funnier i think him reacting to everything and him like super stressed out about the situation mm-hmm. is was more funny to me i i thought franco was funny but i think in the long term especially if you watch it a second time franco is going to get more and more annoying like mm-hmm. if you rewatch this movie you're going to be like okay franco calm the yeah. fuck well, down well i mean he's he's the improv <laughs> guy that just the thing has to continue so yeah I have to create conflict where there was none. Right. Or, you know, whenever the resolution shows up, I have to undo it. Yeah. Like, that's his role throughout the movie is to be that guy. Sure. To just keep things going however it's going to happen. Yeah. However illogical it has to happen. But it is kind of like all their other movies in that it's basically just like, let's just do a bunch of takes and we will cobble together the best improv moments that we come up with in our... Mm -hmm. You know, but out of all of these, this has the biggest set pieces, if you will. Sure, yeah, yeah there, I mean, there are more scripted moments yeah, in this. I, I, mean, yeah, I, I just mean there's way like, more well written than yeah, yeah. There's crazier sets, there's crazier set pieces, yes. and then you know, obviously, crazier things happen. I mean, well, but in scenes I, of just dialogue, this is the end. Had some pretty crazy things happen by the end. This yeah. is just you know, yeah. This, this is, is more structured than yeah, that. It's more continuous throughout the whole movie. Because like, like a third act, it's like, what yeah. the fuck? Because the bulk of this is the end was it sets up the premise and then it's just a long stretch right. of them just doing jokes yeah. mm-hmm. and then more premise at the end. Right. So yeah. uh, this has lots of scenes of, okay, point A to point B to point C. This has to happen. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I liked it. I laughed a lot during it. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm worried about how it might hold up a second time. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, I liked it too. I mean, could they have made this about a fictional country and avoided all of this bullshit? Like, well, who knew this bullshit was going to happen? I mean, no, like, I know, but like, when, what was the last movie to actually like well, realistically like, like, do this? Like, even Twenty Four would just make up countries. Yeah, but the, the new Red Dawn, it was North Koreans, and yeah, but it wasn't much every fucking Call of Duty at this point. Is, well, that's because the Red Dawn movie was actually China. And the reason that movie took so long to came out was because they went back and digitally inserted North Korea into it instead of China. Really? Because they're afraid of China. Yeah. So. Because <laughs> they have to sell movies in China. Right. Now. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, then you go back to Team America, the movie everybody brought up. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I, I think that one was more, that one might have been a little more offensive directly to North Korea, whereas this one was like, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say yeah. one thing or the other. I just like that one was much more. It, hard, yes. Like, that one was hard parody of like, you know. Just, right. We're gonna make you. I mean, but everything. It was, was also a be. puppet show. Though. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. You know, it's like I don't. Well, know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I, ultimately, I think the controversy over this was kind of silly. Yes. Yeah, well, and it sucks. That it's gonna be judged by that. Like, oh yeah. Forever. Oh sure. That's all that's yeah. gonna be tied to is the movie. You know, the movie they tried to ban and. Yeah. Which is, I guess, great for them making money, but you know, it's just. I mean, it, is it? I heard it got really good uh, downloading numbers. It did. Yeah, but stop all that. Download numbers are like being internet famous. Yeah. You know, like it sounds great, but they would have made a lot more money had it been in a theater. Yes. Sure. They made $15 million off. Well, well, that's, I I don't know. I don't know. You you don't, with a theater, you know, you make tickets are $40 a piece, Mm -hmm. and sure, they might have made $458 million on opening weekend. They made $15 million on all the downloading, something like that. Yeah. But that's sort of straight profit none of that not much of that goes yeah there's no overhead in any of that you know it's goes to overhead server, there's so. i mean there there is overhead obviously yeah but, they have to split with the but with that the distributors yeah but that but, may be but it's not as much as they have to split with theater owners right well i mean i, I don't know i just i don't care about the business of it so much no. i just yeah. mean like i mean i think this movie would have come and gone and people would be like yeah that was a movie 
I mean, it, it both helped and hurt it, you know, sadly, sure. because like it obviously it thrust it into a major spotlight where even the president of the United States was making a comment about it right. to like, you know, the, the it was the theater chains that said we're not showing it, not the company, not Sony that was. Well, the theater, it. the theater chains started it. Like, right. uh, what was it? Carmike and, Cinemas, yeah. I think, they was all the first did. one AMC, to say. Tencil, like, uh, Cinemark, and, then, yeah. and then Sony said, well, Sony basically said you can pull it. Yeah. They didn't. I don't think they said we're pulling it for certain. They said you can pull it, and well, then all even the big, later, all the chains then, basically yeah. said we're not showing it. So Sony was like, "Well, okay, and then, yeah." Why and then Sony said, "Okay, yeah. we're just pulling it forever." Yeah. And the weird thing, like this, was such a weird cascade that that happened because, uh, like Alamo Drafthouse, um, yeah, they were going to run it. They were going to run. Well, they were going to run it, and then Sony said, "No, nobody's going to run it." Yeah. Then they were going to run Team America World Police, and then they were told that they could yeah, Param- absolutely Paramount. Not. Yeah, yeah, Paramount said, like, no, no, you are absolutely not doing that. Yeah. Um, I think the best. And then it came back into a handful of indie theaters. Yeah. Like it, the indie it, theater no, because the president of the United States came on TV and said, shame on you for yeah. caving to right. Im- what are empty threats. The FBI has said this is an empty threat. Yeah. They, could, they, they did this, but they can do that from half a world away. Yeah. They have one line going to the country that <laughs> right. got. Or, you know, so yeah. strangely shut down. Yeah, and then like two days later, they have yeah. one yeah. internet uh, <laughs> yeah. that's lowercase. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> this North Korea's internet. But is what I'm case. saying is, like, you know, it took almost an actual literal act of Congress to say, "Shut the fuck up and release the damn movie." Yeah. And still, I don't know if it's good or bad. But what I was getting at is that the now the like the Rotten Tomatoes and stuff are pretty low because people are going in of like, well, they I don't see what all the fuss was, and it's yeah. like it's not their fault. You yeah. know, it's like it's not the fault of the movie. You can't blame all of the hoopla around the movie itself. You judge the movie as, but it right. will never. It'll all be always be synonymous. With well, crap. It, the the best byproduct of it is that a bunch of people who would have never seen it, which is basically like old Fox News viewers. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to see that movie and support America. And then <laughs> and then they watch it and then they get on the Internet and go, that movie is foul language. Yeah. And gross. Oh, yeah. Duty humor. And how dare you? And yeah. my like, aunt was just like, it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> I've never heard the F word more. I'm like, do I, you know who Seth Rogen is? That, yeah. That's the best do part. Do you fucking understand yes, what that, you were about to watch? No. Half this movie's really not. Half this movie's audience was totally not the target audience yep. for this oh, movie. They were just watching it because of freedom. And that is the best. <laughs> that is the True. absolute best that is true that is the I, best I, I still say the best thing they could have done that i don't understand why sony didn't even this didn't, didn't nobody at sony went like hey you know like sony owns crackle that is that is their thing yeah why this movie wasn't put out for free on crackle and suddenly crackle becomes a goddamn household name you know why because sony was being absolutely destroyed over the holidays uh, that, but that was that was ex post facto. I mean that that happened before someone made a decision. They were already like, we're putting this on YouTube. We're putting this on Xbox. They they put it out. On, they, they knew. They, they, knew. they well, put it out in places where they know. knew the infrastructure was probably going to be okay. Because <laughs> like like in terms of like console video stores, it's available in the Xbox video store. It's not available on, on the, the Sony, Sony video yeah. store. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, that's all profit. I, they, <laughs> they may have they may have even just figured, hey, if we put it out on our own properties. They already know how to hack it. Yeah, they already know how to hack it. Or they, or they just couldn't. They just weren't capable of it because of that. I think they just they washed knew, their hands yeah. up. Well, they were just like, "Well, someone else take it if you want it." I don't know. I pay just, us money. I'm not the person that runs it, but I mean, they could have like moved the Crackle server somewhere else outside their infrastructure <laughs> and just said, yeah. "It's yeah. on Crackle. It's free. 
Go watch it. Yeah, and then you Sunday, had to and have then commercials mid scene. Not even that. that. They, put it, they put sucks. it up. They, they'd be like, for this weekend only, it's ad free. Yeah. Fucking watch this. And then Crackle is a household name. Yeah. It would have been, I mean, it would have been worth eating the 40 million or whatever yeah. it costs to make mm-hmm. this movie. That would have been the best. Because then people are like, hey, this Crackle app is okay. Yeah. Because that's what Community did for the Yahoo app, yeah, which is exactly. like, Yahoo has an app of streaming shit. Wow. I had okay. No idea. Yeah. yeah. So has that started yet? Not yet. But this would have been the lazy Sunday of Crackle. Or suddenly people are like, what is this thing? I didn't know that was a thing. Because like you have twelve devices that have Crackle on it, but I guarantee you've never downloaded it to any of them because right. fuck Crackle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Crackle lacking. Yeah. Anywho, They're let's move on to other yeah other things. Okay. Yeah, I saw a couple new releases. All yeah, right. which is the theater. I did in the theater. Unlike the interview, uh, <laughs> saw Hunger Games: Mocking Jay Part One. God. Well, I'm no need to split that into two movies. I, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Was it padded out bullshit? Pretty much. Yeah. Or was it just, there are a lot was of, just straight up bullshit? They, <laughs> more like that. Okay. But then there are just a lot out. of there are a lot of scenes of the same thing. Like we get it. Katniss doesn't want to be your figurehead because she's a fucking spoiled brat who only cares about herself and her own motivations and nobody else and nothing matters to her but herself because Katniss is a shitty character. And this film just keeps piling that on. But the thing is, everyone else in this movie is miserable at this point. So there's just nobody that seems to be enjoying being there at all. Philip Seymour Hoffman is the only one that seems even close to that, where he's like got <laughs> like some enthusiasm for playing the character, but the rest of them just seem like... like so it's just this two hours of drab, everyone being arguing with each other. You know, it's it's this whole series frustrates me, but okay. I keep going because my wife keeps wanting to see them. So, mm-hmm. and you know, they have to wrap it up. Quick question. Yeah, I guess she's enjoying them. This one like, less because this one is just so. It's so dull. Was she? Did she enjoy the first two? Yeah, I mean, I kind of enjoyed the first one. There, I had misgivings. Like, like the first one, I I enjoyed and I liked a lot of the characters in that one, and it's just gone downhill. Like, everyone's become less likable as it's gone on. And the way the second one ends, I was just like, no, fuck <laughs> this, man. It, this it destroyed a lot of goodwill that it might have had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, the, that, that book just like super cut off too. Really, it was like, and then. <laughs> yeah it's like where did they is this a misprint yeah but yeah but the third one i mean it's basically a war movie mm-hmm. like they've gone to there's no hunger games arena thing at all it's just like no we're at war right. it was war footage now and and it's kind of i mean it's an interesting idea to take like okay now that she's on the other side she's becoming the same propaganda figurehead that she was before mm-hmm. you know right. so it's kind of but that also makes you go well then i'm not rooting for anybody because both sides kind of suck and it's also like the whole, how does this world even exist this way? How, you know, like logistically, how does this even happen? Where basically the, the one percenters are basically like nuking different areas of the whole country or whatever it is. Sure. It's like, no, they, they produced your coal and your energy stuff and you just nuked them. Like, so where are you getting that now? You know, I mean, there's just a lot of like logistics stuff. When you think about it, you're like, this shit makes no sense. Like, none. But, I don't know. You think just, with the technology, they could... I, I, I honestly think it's a sort of sophomoric way of saying like that what the government is doing to its you know people is... They're so 
they're blinded by their anger or their desire to control the people, so they're destroying essentially their yeah. entire society. Yeah, and themselves. they do make the point in the movie like, so, "Hey, we all we're all fucked. Like mutually assured destruction here if right. we keep going like this." They, no they matter, do make no that who point. Wins, we all lose. Yeah, right. But I, I, I guess the thing about these is it's not, It's I. The thing I really appreciate is that they have a chosen one character who has actually earned it instead of being like, oh, the prophecies have foretold that Katniss will save us or, you know, or, well, Katniss's parents were the best, so she's obviously the best. You know, there's none of that. Like, this character actually earns that stuff. Mm-hmm. But then they squander it on a character that I fucking hate. So, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just, it, they keep feeling like missed so opportunities. So it's like if, if Luke Skywalker had been the Luke Skywalker from the beginning of Star Wars throughout the whole series where he's just like, I wanted to go to Tachi's Tasteless because I'm Paracomotors. If he never had, like, any maturing moments where it's just like, fuck you, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> kind of <laughs> but like if hashtag yeah it, it's if luke skywalker didn't really care about anyone else oh okay except like so luke skywalker the first three yeah well, <laughs> yeah. well before he yeah before he yeah. like you know sees his dead you know roasted aunt and uncle and he's like oh okay yeah. I, have, I have a conscience now yeah well well i mean his biggest motiv- motivating factor in the first three was how much he hated he, sand he actually had a blood hunt <laughs> Well, that was yeah. Anakin Skywalker. but you're confusing your oh just, sorry yeah jesus just oh, to give you an idea you cold messages <laughs> Just to give you an idea how much like I, I can't stand this character by now. That there's a point where somebody strangles here her in the movie, uh-huh. and I actually said out loud, "Finally," <laughs> and people around me are like, "Wait, what?" I was like, "Yeah, fuck her." So, mm. but right. yeah, I guess I'll be there next November when the so final one. So, did they out. film these all together? Yeah. Like so, Phil, so there's Seymour basically Hart? only one scene where they have to fix Philip Seymour. Hoffman. Okay, I was just curious about that. <laughs> fix, fix. <laughs> Well, digitally, like insert him in, or so, I don't oh, know okay. how, how it works, but because oh, they said they're not rewriting it to. Well, sure, yeah, but yeah, like all the scenes were filmed, and Julianne Moore is in this, and doesn't look like Julianne Moore at all because they've given her contacts and like different hair color. It's really weird. That's weird, and she's good, but it's just kind of. What was it? It's Elizabeth Banks that was in it too, right? Yeah, and then, she's, yeah, and then you hire someone that and make her up so you can't even tell who she has too, right? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, she's yep. still wearing the yeah, absolutely stupid things where it's like, oh, whoever you are. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, they, they, it's it, it's it's just a very drab movie. Oh. It takes most of it takes place underground. So cool. And there's only a couple action scenes, and there's a decent one that's like a like a whole SEAL Team Six type thing where there's this rescue operation that actually kind of feels like it's alive. And then when the action is about to start, they cut away to something else, and it's Katniss talking to someone. And then they cut back and. and everyone's gotten back afterwards and they're like, Oh man, you wouldn't believe what happened. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to watch that. So again, missed opportunities. Yeah. You're just uh, selling me on that one. That yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Hobbit part three, battle of five armies saw that one too. Yep. They're done with those. Hobbit they split movies. that third one into uh, two additional films uh, as well. It's it just going to be fractal. It was actually the it's Hobbit, so, the Battle of the First Army, the Second Army, and then the Third Army. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's it's so weird with these because it's either like I feel like either they needed to chop it all down and do like two movies or even fucking one movie, mm-hmm. or they, they needed to just blow movie. it out and add like two more hours to everything and make it just this long epic thing. Right where it sits doesn't work. Like it just it feels like 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 this one. You know, it, he set out on the journey with with the. 13 dwarves and him and by the end of it there's only like three dwarves that even have lines the other ones are, ba- are reduced to kind of standing around going yeah or <laughs> no and oh. and that's it like some of them don't even have a line in the movie and it's like I might actually like now you're selling me on this <laughs> well <laughs> uh, fucking dwarves in the first one is what 
we all characters. We're all wacky. We sing. <laughs> yeah, and, and and yeah, all the the wacky stuff is gone aside. Aside from they move it to like this guy in the town that they kind of it, it. They use him as a comic relief character, and he keeps showing up. And it's like you don't need him in the middle of a fucking huge epic battle that's going on. Wait, the wizard guy is he still back? Who, who are you talking about? No, it's not. He's in it, but he he's barely in it. Okay. But um, no, guy. it's like the. Assi- no, the did you ever see dude. the second one? No. Once they get Mouth. to the what is it, Rivertown? I think it's called. Once they get there, like it's kind of like the worm tongue type guy, but he's not. Okay. He's not like evil evil. He's just like a greedy. Do they have Tom Bombadil bumping at any point? No. <laughs> no. Everything? no. But uh, the smog stuff is over really early. Or excuse me, smog stuff. Like it's basically the prologue, and then that's over with. And they're like, all right, let's no, get to the other. No, that's ship. the prologue. Yeah. Ah. you got it nailed it but yeah that (laughs) i mean and i just don't like the high frame rate stuff i saw it in normal 24 frames it still looks different and i don't like it but the effects don't feel as terrible as they did in the past two which is good Hmm. because they've kind of like they kind of stayed in their lane they're like all right we know how to do this and we know how to do this and there's only like a couple shots in there that's like oh guys what are you doing Uh uh-huh but yeah i mean it's just it's in a big giant battle scene at the end that just feels like it exists to try and make one bigger than the one at the end of uh return of the king but there's just no stakes to any of it and that's the problem with prologues is it's like yep we know who lives we know who dies we don't really you know if you got psychic and then and then they try to also they try to shoehorn like references in where they're like oh you know legolas is in this one so they're like oh you need to get find this guy named strider is the what they call him you know it's like oh that's vigo mortensen okay i get it you know it's like and the scene is it like there's no reason for him to tell him to do this it just kind of exists to be like huh remember lord of the rings <laughs> eh? remember them good ones yeah i remember what they called aragorn before yeah you mm-hmm. know it's like okay we get it hmm. you know there's just shit like that and it's it yeah. it, it it just doesn't work. It's it's so it's so disappointing that it turned out the way it did. Does Gimli ever show up? Because he's the only like cameo that really fucking would have made sense. They show his father wearing his helm. Oh, okay. I'm saying like I mean, so, yeah. Of all the things, it's like why would you have elf puckers show up when you're already <laughs> dealing with dwarves and yeah. stuff? Well, and, and the biggest <laughs> problem is you got you got Martin Freeman who's really perfect for the part, and he's not the main character of his own movies oh. again. You know, th- this one's all about all about uh, Thoromir, the lead dwarf. And okay, now that he's going crazy and he's not, you know, he'd rather go to war than compromise with anyone and blah, blah, blah. And, huh. Hmm. Yeah, we'll make a point to probably never watch the other two. I, I just really didn't enjoy the first one at all. <sighs> yeah, the, the second one's probably the best one, I think. This one's short. It's only just over two hours, which Ooh, for uh, those movies is yeah. an astounding achievement. It pretty but, much is. And then they added half an hour in the extended version, apparently, yeah. <laughs> whenever that comes out. Oh, but I, I almost want to see those to see like if it fills in those gaps that have really annoyed me. Hmm. Because it, by the end of that movie, it just feels like we're not really giving closure on much of this. Because like, we're like, yeah, you'll figure it out when you watch The Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. Story's not over. Yeah. Well. I can't wait. It, it I is can't, for the characters I can't that don't wait show for up. the 19 movie version of the Similarion or whatever. Similarion. Uh, Similarion yeah. yeah, they still uh, don't have the rights. Yeah. Apparently, Good. well, including what they estimate the extended version of this movie to be, mm-hmm. uh, 
the entire marathon will take 20 hours. Hmm. That's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. A long time. Entirely too long. This wasn't what? It was about 13 to do the first yes. three? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> no, you didn't even watch the extended ones, did you? No, that's did what you? I watched. Oh, that's you did watch That's why I was them? such a bummer. Three hours and... It's probably three hours and 20 minutes. Yeah. Piece. Although 20 and minutes of each of those was credits. Yeah. Because they had to credit the entire fan club. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah, it was a but no, All like, of New Zealand, I think. I, yeah, probably. Well, all of New Zealand worked on uh-huh. one of those pictures. Yeah. But it, everything about that original trilogy is light years better than this. It's, it's just, you know, and then plenty of people pointed out that Thoromir being like this stubborn guy who won't stop and all he cares about is the money... Everyone's like, well, that's Peter Jackson putting himself in the movie, huh? That's, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it's one of the, it, it feels like he didn't want to make these. But he didn't want anybody else to make them either. And they were going to get made, so he kind of had to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's the feeling I get with all three of them. Is there are movies that the guy just probably didn't want to make, but he didn't want anybody else fucking them up. It's yeah. so sad so to say, I would, him up I, would, I would love to have seen Guillermo del Toro's version, except then we probably wouldn't have Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. I thought about that, too, because he's still credited on the script. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it, it's a bummer. Two bummers, two part threes that... Eh. Yeah. Eh. <laughs> I got a couple movies. Really? I'll, I, I hope I, you like them more than I liked mine. I had a bunch of movies. I'm just going to talk about a couple. Okay. Um, so I rewatched X-Men First Class. Yeah. That movie is still my favorite X-Men movie. Okay. I love it. That's, that's a good thing. Yeah. 60s Nazi hunting mm-hmm. yeah. origin story. That's all the best things. I love it. So I watched that to prep for Days of Future Past, which is pretty good. It's not as good as First Class. Mm-hmm. I think its major problem is that it doesn't have any fun with the 70s. Like, if you're going to be in the 70s, maybe do more than just a waterbed joke, and that's it. Yeah. It, it definitely it doesn't use its setting like first class does no and, yeah, and granted the stakes are higher yeah, i was gonna say it has a lot to do i think it's kind of like all right let's yeah. not fuck around with the time period yeah go. but it, it you know but as much as much problem as i had with the third movie the fact that this movie is just a giant reset button push mm-hmm. is kind of okay like i'm totally okay with them just saying ah fuck all that <laughs> And the funny thing is, though, it, it all it did was give him a happy ending. I don't think they're ever going to touch the current day X Men ever again. I mean, I think Wolverine will still have his movies, but I don't think Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, any of them are coming back. No, ever. No, I think, I think they've I think already said that they're going with the younger cast. Yeah, yeah. No, I just mean I think they're all like Halle Berry. They're all done. Right. It was just like, hey, fuck three. Here's a happy ending. And also, yeah. That, I mean, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. The fact that it was just like whoever made three and was just like, we got to wrap this up. When no one was ready for that movie to be that series to be wrapped up, it was just like, what are you thinking? Yeah, you always leave the door open for everything. Not you don't just start ending everything right when your stuff is gaining popularity. That's crazy. Um, so anyway, I, I liked it. Um, they, I, there were certain aspects to it that I mean, there were certain things, of course, that I'm not comic book fluent. So I was like, who's that? I don't know. Who's this person? Oh yeah, uh, all the future stuff. Like yeah. that that all exists just for comic book fans. Really. Yeah. And even still they're just like, hey, this guy does this. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean you <laughs> you can watch it. Like my wife was even more of a you know complete she hadn't seen the first class was the only X Men movie she saw because yeah. I showed her that one. Uh so when it was over she was like, you know, you can follow it. It's not so in its own universe that you can't follow along. But it, it obviously would benefit if you have well, and three, yeah. and three is the kind of movie where it was like, hey, let's pan over a crowd of mutants and show that they all do this thing because it really fucking matters. Yeah. 
Like, let's show Spiky yeah. Face Kid so that you'll care when maybe something happens to him. It's like, well, I don't give a shit about Spiky Face Kid. Yeah. I did like Kelsey Grammer showing up in just the fastest, mm-hmm. like, they just threw a rubber mask on him and said, walk by the camera real fast. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. At least Beast costume in the 60s yeah, they, or in the 70s doesn't look it. like a bad cosplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did. They did fix that. Yeah. You could and they, they killed January Jones off camera. Fantastic. We don't have to. <laughs> no more January Jones yeah. than necessary. Our national nightmare is over. Yeah, but they also killed some of the good ones, too. Which well, yeah, yeah killed but, it, everyone off but at least they had a file photo of them being dead. January Jones didn't even get that. They were just like, oh, yeah, she's dead, too. Yeah. It's like, sweet. <laughs> Best part ever. Um, so anyway, I watched that, and then I watched Guardians of the Galaxy, which I liked. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Go. You can stay. <laughs> <laughs> I liked Guardians a lot. I was expecting a little bit more considering how the internet was jerking itself off for three months about that movie. A little bit more. I get it. I get the movie. The movie's Mm -hmm. fine. It's a lot of fun. Jokes are good. It does a lot of things you don't expect. It's not a typical Marvel movie, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I expected a little tiny bit more. Okay. That's all. All right. So you were built up too much by the internet. I I think so. I think... A lot of people who were in my mindset about a lot of Marvel movies were like, this is the one. This is the most accessible. This is, even though it's just batshit crazy and the characters are goofy, it's like, it's not, you don't have to watch six movies to build up to the Avengers, which everyone likes a lot. And this is just origin story of these things go. I liked a lot of parts of it. I just think there were a few things in it that were just super predictable um. <laughs> <laughs> now the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Internet Defense Force will take mm-hmm. care of that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just wish the bad guy had been less generic. Well, the funny thing about him is that I just watched. He's on an AMC show called Halt and Catch Fire, where it's just about a bunch of dudes in the '80s building an IBM clone, and he's just this head guy of this firm that's doing it so seeing him having seen him in 13 episodes of that recently and then watching him in this was just like well that's really odd like it seems almost silly that <laughs> like he's doing some sort of dinner theater bad guy mm-hmm. you know so yeah he's also in uh, hobbit as well yeah so i'm in a trailer for that i was like what, the is elves. This? what is this guy doing <laughs> so hey man his agent's getting him work yeah he, sure he, he's gonna be at all the fucking sci-fi conventions for the rest of his life he's set yeah he'll never that's have to work what, that's again. And I'll take in my box out of that TV show and say, would you sign this, yeah. please? This is my favorite thing of yours. So, yeah, we skipped correspondence, like, last week. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember. Tons of weeks. Or last episode, I should you say. you weren't here. Yeah. <laughs> correspondence, man. I'm the only corresponder We don't know person. how to access Correspondee. Yeah, I, mean, I, just, I don't know how, don't know how to just read things. Yeah. Oh, I get it. But, yeah, um, <laughs> got some voicemails, got some emails. Let's play a voicemail, shall we? Okay. That's a good idea. I like those. Hey guys, uh, Stuart from Pittsburgh. I uh, just wanted to call and say I really enjoyed the Ninja Arena episode. I'm a little bit behind, so I just listened to the last two back to back and wish I would have called right after I was done with Ninja Arena because I also just wanted to mention that uh, while I'm sure you guys are aware and you have talked very highly of uh, Steve James, I was still waiting the whole time for you to acknowledge the fact that the man died way too young. Passed away in 1993 from uh, cancer. I just... Uh, just had to throw that in there. Not that you guys say anything bad about the man, but, uh, yeah, I was a big fan, too, and uh, I was kind of really sad to see that when I looked it up a few years ago. And uh, so the only other thing I also wanted to say was uh, my heart left a little bit when you guys mentioned reviewing Time Rider, The Adventures of Lyle Swan, not Lynn Swan. 
Jim, uh, Fred Ward goes back a hundred years to the old west with his uh, motorbike and red leather racing suit, and uh, yeah, just I've been waiting for someone to do that movie, and boy, it would just be swell if you guys pulled that off. So uh, that's it. Love the show. Peace out. Did you say B dog at the end of that? Is that what <laughs> I, I heard? Said yes. Okay. Oh. Or B dog? Okay. I heard B dog. Buddha. Huh? There's no there's no Google Translate. So oh, okay. Mud butt? We don't know. <laughs> Mud butt. We did talk about Steve James passing away, but we did it like three Steve James movies ago, right. and yeah. we kind of got that out of our system. It bummed us all out. So yeah, um, yeah. It, it's now I'm on the acceptance stage and making jokes. Yeah. So we had that bummer probably back first American Ninja because we've watched yeah. like four Steve James movies since then. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. yeah, that or. Um, Whatever uh, the Dudikoff Avenging Force, Avenging Force, yeah, yeah. yeah. Somewhere along the way, we yeah. discovered that and we're like, "What? No, yeah." It's like, "What's he doing now?" Oh, <laughs> oops. Oh. But it's such a bummer because, like, you see him in like this movie made in '89, and he's just jacked up and looks yeah. awesome, and yeah, it's scary to think that only a few years later he died. Yeah. So. But yeah, we're we're bummed about it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We, just, we were just. We don't want to bring it up every episode. Yeah, no, no we don't want to keep being bummed about it. We want to celebrate the man. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Time Rider, I saw that when I was a kid. I would totally watch that again. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's been on the list of things to watch for a while. It's just yeah. we never got around to it. Yep. And some reason, we always find some dumb theme month to do. Oh, do we? <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that works, huh. isn't it? Yeah. Weird. Well, Fuck maybe theme months forever. Maybe we can pick a month where we go back in time. Oh, okay. <laughs> do a bunch of time movies. All right, what's next? This one's a... Uh... This one's from Josh and Charlotte. Hi, Josh. Who says, are you lonely in there? <laughs> Hello, Banffcast slash voices in my head. <laughs> I fear I have a confession to make. Ever oh. since taking back up listening to the podcast, I've indulged a little more heavily than usual. By indulge, I mean that over the last seven or eight weeks, I've listened to my entire two-year-plus backlog of Banffcast episodes on two days a week binges, catching up on classics and finding new joys in your suffering. Aside from hearing BJ's tones and my snarky replies to my offspring and the occasional thread of Harlow when negotiating with my wife, the mental bleed has mostly been stemmed. My wife will still talk to me, so I guess I can still be taken into public places. <laughs> By the way, do you guys think three is too young for robot jocks? Love what you guys do. Hopefully, you'll suffer for years to come. Josh and Charlotte. Sent from my father of the year programmable LED tie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's three. Uh, too young. Hmm. Um, there's a, uh, there's there's a nude butt if you are, care about that sort of thing. Yeah. There's also a holy shit. <laughs> yeah. There's swearing if you care about that sort of there's, thing. There's uh, mild. But racism. we how, we actually do, however, recommend that you uh, at three years old that you recommend that you listen to episode six or episode six HD mm-hmm. with your three year old because oh sure yes. I, you want you want some of their first words to be fucking robot jocks. <laughs> that would be kind of awesome. <laughs> Look at it this way. By the time, I just, like imagine coming in, like get their report card. Oh you know, yeah, like dad, dad, dad. I just got my report card. <laughs> Fucking robot jocks. High five, son. Yes. <laughs> or daughter. Yes, child. Yes, child. <laughs> just keeping it neutral. Yeah. Maybe by the time the Blu-ray comes out in 2015, the child will be four, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably perfectly oh, yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like four, three and three quarters might be. I mean, you, I'm just you, saying, you mature but, a lot between three and four. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like nine day, like ten to twenty. Yeah. It's, it's Achilles to Alexander. It's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, it's tough to predict what's going to scare kids. Yeah. Like, you never know. Yeah. Like, like, like a the giant... Cock gun. Yeah, giant chainsaw <laughs> penis mm-hmm. might scare the shit out of a kid. You, I Like, 
kids are weird. Yeah. Like my yeah. niece and nephews, like there's certain things I'm just like, wait, you're scared of that? Really? Yeah. Like, and I don't want to be a dick about it because they are like genuinely scared, but it's like, why? Yeah. Like, like what did that do to you? That's strange. Who knows? Yeah. Their brains are still forming. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's yeah. like, kids. Just, mm. Yeah. But yeah, but I, we, mm, mm-hmm. I'd say wait a little bit, dude. Yeah, probably. Wait till four. But you are father of the year for even considering it. Absolutely. <laughs> and for you putting should... up with, like, months of us. Wow. Oh, that, yeah, that's a, that's crammed a, into your ear holes. That's a binge and a half, dude. I'm glad that my that your snarky replies to your children are ringing with my tenor. Let's hope. That makes me proud. Mm. I, thought it, you was, can I be thought it was the four tenors. Yes. You can be the father. Why, because we're I... old? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> You can be the father that but at least I never he's cool wanted looking. to be. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dick, but he's cool looking. <laughs> Call that. Look at this fucking magnificent Fuck you, beard. fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. <laughs> but also, <laughs> you will be the father that I never wanted to be. Uh, okay. All right. Two children. Yes, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Two youths. All right. Two youths All right. from uh, Elevator. Yeah, next one, next one up is from uh, Jason, who actually asked something we've uh, addressed before, but... There's other stuff in here. He says, Bamcast origin story. It says, hey, Bamcast, Jason from Dallas again. As someone who's only been listening for perhaps the last 50 to 75 episodes, I was wondering what your X-Men origin story for your podcast is. Yeah. How and why did you get started? Merry belated Christmas from Jason. Um, we addressed it in episode 250. Yep. So just go yes. listen to the second half of 250. There you go. It's in there. It'll be easier. Uh, he says, P.S. Since you asked after my last email, my podcast is Alcohol Cinema. I did not want to drop shameless plugs on you guys. My origin story is that I was recovering from a gallbladder removal and was high on oxycodone, so I ordered all the gear on Amazon. Oh, best reason. Nice. Good yeah. reason, Jeff. Yeah. That's just shameful, plugging your podcast like that. Yeah, right. Right. Jeez, Jeez, Jason. Did he order it through the our nerve, affiliate sir. link? I think he might have. Well, then, then that, that plug is the away. Plug away. <laughs> Alcohol <laughs> you know Cinema what? something again? Yeah. Alcohol yeah. Cinema. Alcohol, Alcohol Cinema. cinema. Yeah. yeah. Alcohol so, cinema brought to you by the Bamcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know he just stole that a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Let's all get quiet. And be... mm-hmm. I'll send you your own uh, yeah. wave file. Ooh, high quality. Hi. Yeah, it's <laughs> high quality. Yeah, that was so that's high quality. I, I'm wave. shocked at the quality of that one. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, this next one. <laughs> this next one's a long one, but let's uh, go ahead and play it anyway. All right. Mm-hmm. Hi, Bamscasters. This is MC calling you again from the road. This time I'm driving from a fabulous Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota, all the way down to Grand Island, Nevada. So, again, with that kind of entertainment available, I thought I should call you again. Um, I'll try to keep this brief. i got a handful of things I want to get through. First of all, a couple, uh, quick recommendation. Uh, um, somewhat mild recommendation. You mentioned the Scribbler this last episode. And uh, that was actually based on a comic book by Dan Schaefer. Uh, Dan Schaefer is best known probably for doing a comic book called Dog Witch, but he also wrote a uh, comic, a uh, movie called Doghouse that came out, I believe, it was 2008 or 2009. It's not bad. It's sort of a, a pretty decent uh, imitator in the Shaun of the Dead vein. Uh, except in this case, all of the zombies happen to be women fermenting a uh, man's weekend out party in England uh, for a friend of theirs who is going through a bad divorce. All of the zombies just happen to be women, so they get labeled as zombirds. 
Uh, not a bad little flick. A uh, few good jokes in it, though the ending is complete crap. Um, also, just wanted to add my uh, congratulations to the pile for uh, making it to the episode 250. This uh, brings something rather interesting to mind in that I started listening to y'all not long after my wife's job meant that I had to uh, move up to Indianapolis in the first place from all my friends back in Atlanta. This is significant because I used to do a movie night with all my friends in Atlanta for about seven and a half years or so, and we had just managed to hit movie night number 250 right before I moved. We um, finished out the weekly double feature with a double feature of The World's End, and this is the end. What do you think? A little too on the nose? At any rate, I just wanted to uh, add my congratulations as well as tell the uh, the kid who was fascinated with the idea of ever getting 250 of anything done that, well, I did 250 uh, double feature movie nights featuring such wonderful themed double features as uh, Pet Cemetery and All Dogs Go to Heaven and uh, Maximum Overdrive with The Brave Little Toaster. Uh, just for the hell of it. Get your friends together and get started with movie night number one, and before you know it, uh, a handful of years will be passed, and you'll plow through almost 400 movies. So, um, yeah, that's about all I wanted to say. Just That's all he wanted to say. <laughs> Please email us and let us know you're okay and didn't flip, you know. He, he called right back. Oh, you mean this? Okay. Hey, guys, I'm see you again. Sorry for going over. I uh, just wanted to say one last time, Congrats on 250 episodes, and uh, that's it. Um, crash and burn. Why not? Uh, MC out. Thanks. First off, that kid is Steve like the bird heron, so show some respect. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Steve like the bird heron. Uh-huh. It's so much drama with the LTV. Yeah. <laughs> that kid. Yeah, that kid. Yeah. Man, yeah, he had some good uh, double... Double uh yeah. double mm-hmm. bill theme nights there. Yeah, those were the best. I used to love doing things like that. Yep. We started out our very first episode was actually a double bill. That night when we watched we watched Wicker Man, then we had to cleanse our palates, so we watched Hot Rod. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus that's right. Wow. About but that. yeah, we never Holy we shit. knew we weren't gonna record anything about oh, Hot Rod because yeah, Hot Rod's fucking awesome. Yeah, well but, I mean I think what it was was like did we? Because we like watched the movie and then we like went and talked for fucking forever and then we watched Hot Rod. Like, yeah, this was back when like we would hang out for long periods of time without getting sick of each other. So yeah. weird back then. Hmm. Huh? <laughs> now we're just like, man, it's eleven thirty. I gotta yeah. get the fuck, fuck out of yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go. <clears throat> um. Now that was really like that was like all day on a Sunday. Yeah. And then we, then we did it again because we fucked <laughs> yeah. up the recording. Yep. We didn't watch the movies well, again. you fucked up. We uh, recorded as dicking around beforehand. That was making the jokes. Yeah, okay. And then we didn't realize that when he hit record, it was actually hitting stop. stop and yeah. yeah. Nice. So we had the first five minutes whole of me making thing, up Nick thing. Cage jokes for five minutes. Sure. That was good times, though. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, recording yeah. a long epic intro. Yep. Now it's like well, what? we don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's like, Jeez. fuck it, just mm. hey, it's the Bamcast. We're done. <laughs> Listen to our yeah. <laughs> this week yes. on the Bamcast. Fart, fart noise. One <laughs> yep. fart, right. we're fart. Nice. Uh, we got one here from Rich. 
Rich in Pittsburgh, who says, why is it always the IRA? Hmm. Greetings and salutations, BMFers. I'm going to start by saying I pick up what you're putting down because I was hanging out during, I was hanging on during your Spectre convo to hear someone, anyone say, blow Tista. <laughs> to have all you get there elicited joy and many fist pumps, much to my confused wife's chagrin. Dag to be praised. Anywho, my suggestions are easy. One, ditto for the Jackal. Jack Black playing a weapons expert. Richard Gere trying to hack, hijack Jeff Bridges' accent from Blown Away. Mm. Sidney Poitier probably wondering why his agent got him this gig. In fact, the more I think about it, this film really is a ripoff of Blown Away. Tommy Lee Jones and the dude square off. TLJ is an IRA bomber, and the dude is a Boston cop who was an IRA member that faked his own death. Tommy Lee at times forgets he's supposed to have an Irish accent, and Forrest Whitaker plays a smarmy cop that's gunning for the dude's spot on the bomb squad. Another movie that in today's landscape, folks could have used Google Image Search and ended the film. Three, Mean Guns, Chris Lambert, Ice-T, I maintain faith you'll dig it. Again, and next one, Ticker, Ice-T again, Seagal, Dennis Hopper, Nas, bomb expert plus captain that thinks he's a loose cannon plus IRA again with the IRA. You see where this is going. Enjoy your holidays, Rich in Pittsburgh. Except from Gary Busey's Hulu. Hey, I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I think Mean Guns has been on the list yes, for a has. while. It it's be almost long. been an episode a few times. <laughs> yeah, we've talked because everyone is in that. Mm-hmm. And I've seen Blown Away. Oh, yeah. I've saw, seen Blown Away a lot. Yeah, I, I always remember <sighs> Forrest Whitaker and the headphones. Yes. The bomb in the headphones was yep. awesome. I remember saying people like critics saying about that movie, how tense that scene was. And I was just like, really? You thought the two main characters were going to die 30 minutes into the movie. Yeah. You were tensed out by that. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not a bad movie. It's kind of goofy and the accents are terrible, but oh, overall yeah. it's not a bad movie. Uh, uh, you were shaking your head. No, as soon as Ticker Ticker is came up. fucking terrible. <laughs> oh my God. It's like in some scenes they didn't even turn the camera on. It's so bad. Ticker is terrible. That might be an Albert Pune movie. <laughs> well, so is Mean Guns. Bing. Okay, well, that man has made Just some so movies know. that are okay, but Ticker is not one of them. Ticker is garbage. <laughs> Sorry. Mean Guns is 104 minutes. That's why we haven't done it. Yeah. That's not that far over, but... Yeah. All right. Uh, I got one here from Steve Like the Bird Heron, and then we'll wrap up with a voicemail after that, so... Cool. Ah, uh, Steve says, boldly going where every man has gone before. <laughs> Banffcast. Always little Steve like the bird here. Squawk and such. Well, New Year's Eve is upon us, which means to me the usual deafening regrets of what was not accomplished this year and what I'm planning to not accomplish next year. Mainly, I want to start a podcast of my own. I already have the concept and scheduling and equipment down. I just need to decide on a title and would like your input. The two main choices are our little show or three idiots in a movie. My main problem is that I can't guarantee three hosts each week, and I like that our little show has a, that our little show has ambiguity. It's need to say, it needs to sound like a movie show. That being said, everyone has told me that Three Idiots is the better title. Tell me what you guys think. I'll put it into consideration. Many thanks. Crash and Burn, Steve Like the Bird, live via satellite in Times Square. Oh. Well, five, uh, four, three. <laughs> our little show yeah. don't know. Yeah, our little show, no. Yeah. You, you have, people have to know what it's about. Right. I like three idiots in a movie, but only if you commit to being two people or four people yes, all the time. as long as you never have three people. <laughs> yeah. Because, because then people will constantly be like, why is it called this? Right. And that accentuates your idiocy. Yes. Because yes. you can't count. Like Ben Absolutely. Folds 5 or The Lone Rangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But no, the other one sounds like some NPR 
Yeah, yeah our, our little no. Ask do not do our little show. Yeah, no. Tell you now, You're we forbid to you. Our Steve, little show on Wisconsin Steve, Public if Radio. You, if you love us, yeah, don't ever do that. Do three idiots in a movie, or if you got anything else bouncing around, but three idiots in a movie works. Yeah, but whatever you pick. Make sure the domain name is available before yep. you commit yep. to the name of your podcast. So you better register Search for, right now. Right. Yep. So some dick that's listening to us doesn't go, oh. Because right now I am registering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've already registered the Tumblr. Well, of uh, course you will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sure. right next to Meat Tub. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Check it out at meattub.tumblr.com. Yeah. Okay. And we're going to wrap up the voicemail. Two voicemails, in fact, that came about a week and a half apart. That the story? I, I, they're exhausting, so I'm just going to let him play them. <laughs> okay. They exhaust me. All right. That sounds good. Garfield, you son of a bitch. It's me. Uh, uh, not you, but it's Chuck. Chuck, it's me. You. For the future. I, look, I apologize for the new Terminator trailer. I, I, I fucked it up. I, I can't explain why. I'll explain... Uh, possibly later, but you've probably all seen it. I, I fucked it up. Um, I think I'm in the right dimension. If I'm not, you people ignore the last 30 seconds, but I'm going to fix it. I swear. I swear. Fuck you, Arlo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Words to live by, sir. What are you looking at me for? Because it's future you. I haven't done that yet. We had to play that just for how he signs off on that one. <laughs> and at some point, I adopt the William Shatner style of speaking. Yep. It's when you're harried by the sins of your I guess, yes. past mm-hmm. in the future. Yep. So there's a part two to this. There's a part two. Okay. I believe. All right. I Actually, I didn't even listen to it. I was so exhausted after that right. first one. There's sure. always a part two. So that was the genesis. Genesis. And this is uh, Salvation, maybe? Sure. Chuck, it's me, you, from the future. Something happened on the way to heaven. Something in December of 2014. Yes, that was a 30-year-old Genesis reference. Deal with the bitches. Anyways, someone made fun of the beach, and Star Trek fans united, thinking he was one of them. And they, they started the BJ Internet Defense Force, or as we call them, the Bitfuckers. We've lost so many in our struggles to stop them. Sony... Tan lines, low-fat frozen yogurt, Cheez-Its, even, even Steve liked the bird heron. You could say a little, little too close to the sun. There's only one way to save all of humanity. You have to. What? Hold on. Futuramaki. Stay the fuck away from my coleslaw. I waited in line for 20 minutes at that deli. Yes, you are an asshole. No. No! I don't care if Harlow said you could. It's not Harlow's fucking squaw. Oh, yeah? Well, fuck you, too. I'll put two bags in your mouth and you touch my fucking squaw. Damn it. Chuck, I got a situation over here. Just know you have to stop the big fuckers. Figure it out. You're smart, shit. Even from Cleveland, Ohio, except for my PlayStation 1 memory card. <laughs> I don't even like coleslaw. <laughs> well, you can't have it. I don't even like coleslaw. I don't either, so you can eat anybody's. Maybe that's, well, that's maybe, maybe you change your taste, and I'm like, I don't care. He's coleslaw. Yeah, maybe my taste buds get destroyed in the coming war. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Could happen. Wow. Maybe the, it was Judgment Day. Like I Day. said, those... Judgment Day was actually where you were like, eh, give coleslaw another chance. <laughs> <laughs> I judged it worthy. Yeah. yeah. 
BJ Internet Defense Force. I love that, like that extremely <laughs> obscure Star Trek <laughs> fan <thing laughs> has lived on. The prospect. Yeah. <laughs> God, that is so, that is like forever Holy ago. Fuck that reference. <laughs> I've kept it alive. Yep. Hey, thanks, Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> the old Star Trek prospector. <laughs> Save me, Internet Defense Force. Oh, I appreciate man. references that we've forgotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the best. At least when we remember them eventually. Yeah. Wow. Good times. Good times. That is a way to end 2014 right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess look for Golden Jocks next episode. Yep. We needed a week to cram for the finals. Yes. But they'll be there. We will discuss movies we like. Hopefully. Chuck will, Chuck will shit on Guardians of the Galaxy for everyone. Again. I'm going to do it every week. Yeah. yeah he's just going to just start flinging poo like a monkey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'll talk about the Avengers and all the movies I hate. Uh, yep. Chuck. So anyway. Yeah. Contact information. BMFcast.com. It is a great place to contact us. Yeah. <laughs> and use the Amazon search. Yes. Because apparently the links keep getting messed up. I'm saying click on any movie. Just get the Amazon from our site. Okay. That's all. And buy stuff. Uh, buy your... Uh, uh, Look in the episode re- descriptions. Everyone links to the movie. You don't have to buy that movie. I Just bought a mantle for our house through the exactly. site. Exactly. Nice. There you go. And it chipped in like a dollar. Mm-hmm. So sweet. It's the best. We it's love, good stuff. We love capitalism. Yeah. And yeah, yeah all the email, all the contact, everything else is there. Mm-hmm. So enjoy. Yes. Visit and enjoy. In the meantime, let's get out of here, shall we? That we shall. Great. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Down. Bamcast Down.